That's right, folks. It's time for the Nerdy Point of View podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Penaliza. With me today are two of the best award-winning podcasters that I know. First, we have Lamar Harris. What's up, everybody? If I sound like shit, it's because allergies kick me in the dick. Just in the dick. Just right, just the tip, too. Ooh, like, miss the, the when balls. Somebody, when somebody flicks you. Yeah, like you know, the big like toe worse. just got right in, like, the frimulum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also have today a very special guest. We have Derek Ford. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Derek, how's it going, buddy? Doing okay, you know, just recovering from the bad fever I had yesterday. So, I, apparently, I gave it to Lamar. <laughs> you bastard. It was me. Damn it. Was it. A, it was transference. Yeah. Yeah, transferring. <laughs> the the reels the reels will get that joke. Everybody else, sorry, Google it. I I am I am leaving that one alone. <laughs> Unless you stew in your own joke right there. Thank stew. you. <laughs> okay, well, we have a lot to cover today. We are gonna be talking about the, the nominees for the video game awards, which uh as of the time this is posted uh will be about a week from a little bit a little over a week from when this airs so mm-hmm. uh you know i think i think it was like, like a was it seven exactly a week ago or seven days ago or eight days ago something um, like that i thought it said december 9th uh no that's when the video game awards are yeah 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 that's what i mean Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were talking about. So, uh, from the time when, of recording, the... the list came out a week ago. But at yes. the time of release, the show will be a week from this release. We're, we're smack dab in the middle. Nice. Yeah. We're we're having the conversation. So yep. I I just want to jump right into it because we've got a lot to get through. But basically, we're going to go through thirty categories in total. But we're how not many, covering them all. How many was that? Thirty. You said thirty categories in total. Ooh. Jesus Christ. Uh, rest in peace, future Brian, who has to edit this monster of an episode. <laughs> um all right we're gonna we're gonna uh so yes we're gonna talk about the the nominees and the categories we're probably not gonna get super in-depth in any particular one unless you know our fancy takes us but we do want to skim uh at least a majority of them starting with the most anticipated game now each category has got about five i think five nominees for each category so uh the nominees for this category we have elden ring god of war ragnarok Horizon Forbidden West. God, I hate this one. The sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. They don't even have a name for it. Exactly. That bothers me. But it's me. coming, goddammit. It's, it's coming. We, we don't have a name, but it'll be done next year. <laughs> and, of course, sure. Starfield, which may never come out. So uh, it's, it's, got a, it's got a release date. Yeah, you sure. That's Bethesda, right? So Yeah. Yes. Oh, fuck off. Uh, so, so has every other game this year. They've had a release date. And then missed it, and then missed it. That's uh, fair. Like literally, the news broke earlier today that Dying Light got delayed again. Again? Oh my yeah. god! Wasn't it already pushed to like February? No, no, um, it was pushed to December. It was supposed to come out in December now. And then it, now it just got pushed to February. Okay. You know what? Uh, you know what? As a person who's played a number of Bethesda games, take your fucking time. The amount of time <laughs> you take to debug your shit is the less that the public QA testers have to deal with it. You take your goddamn Skyrim that has been released for Refrigerator OS still has bugs. So take your fucking time, Bethesda. I mean, they they have been. (laughs) Good. So, uh, Derek, 
let's get your thoughts first. Um, out, out of this list, what, what speaks to you, man? Um, for me, I mean, what am I excited for or what do I think is going to win? Cause really the games I will probably be playing will be Elden Ring and Starfield. Um, Elden Ring, cause I've played every other FromSoft game. I'm not a fan of the FromSoft games, but <laughs> I am a masochist at this yes. point yes, and I are. might as well just keep it going. Um, I was just yeah, looking it up familiar. and, uh, I think Elden Ring won <laughs> most anticipated game last year <laughs> I which know, I, i'm fairly certain it won like game of the show at e3 like for sure yeah i'm looking at it right now it's uh oh the, the god of war sequel also uh was nominated last year along with the breath of the wild sequel I hate this. and horizon all of them still <laughs> anticipated we're uh, still are the most anticipated elden ring this. won last year it if some i I don't know if anything would have changed. Um, as for Starfield, looks cool. We don't really know a whole lot about it yet. Um, as for like who I think is going to win, it's going to be it's going to be God of War. Everyone <laughs> wants to see God of War. Really, it, it was it was game of the year. Everyone wants to see more of it. Yeah, I mean, um, aside so aside from what you think is going to win this list, what is your most anti- just out of curiosity? What's your most anticipated game? Um. Mm, that is gosh a good question probably starfield because i do love me some bethesda games um and even like bethesda style games like you know uh outer worlds, outer worlds. i i loved outer worlds so much you know i i love the fallout series i love all the elder scrolls so i love pretty much everything bethesda has put out outside of fallout 76 listen all their single player stuff gotcha (laughs) um lamar i i suspect that your answer uh is actually on this list for what you're most anticipated but uh, why don't you go ahead and regale us with the tale so yeah i'm hi everybody my name is lamar i'm a very basic person i am simple i like vanilla ice cream Um, He likes pumpkin spice frappuccinos. I am not that bad. Jesus Christ, no. (laughs) Projecting much, Brian. I don't even like pumpkin spice. I don't even like pumpkin pie. Fucking sweet potato, motherfucker. No. um, (laughs) um, So, Elden Ring, I don't like Souls games. It is being regarded as a Soul-esque game. Um, I have not gotten past the first hour of Horizon Zero Dawn. Not saying I don't like it. I just haven't done it. Um, I don't like Breath of the Wild, so why would I play the sequel? I, I, gameplay, not story. Gameplay, I don't like. And uh, Bethesda games, I have a love-hate relationship, almost as bad as my love-hate for Assassin's Creed. So <laughs> it's clearly going to be God of War, Ragnarok, because I actually am legit excited for God of War. I think the new God of War series was very... I, I'm a sucker for good stories. I'm a sucker for good progression. And the God of War series gave me just what I wanted enough. It was enough challenge to make me interested, but and uh, but allowed me to enjoy the story without feeling as if I'm getting kicked in the dick the entire time. So I, I really want to see what happens with that, boy. All right. Um, for me, I hate this list mainly because it's the same list as last year, and that pretty much. Fair. God, that disgusts me in my um, core, and also because there's so many games that got snubbed. I mean, you know, we're talking uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is not on there. That should definitely be on there. That looks fucking cool as shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pokemon Legends isn't on there, surprisingly. All right. 
That feels like this list is very pretentious. Like you have to yes. understand that a lot of the this this entire list on every single thing screams advertisement. Yes. Like this is not a good actual list. No. So this is the most anticipated game that needs the most advertisement. Yes. That's what I was getting at, but you know, thank you for interrupting Lamar. On my Anytime, that's what, I, that's what we're here for. <laughs> uh, if I had to choose a game on this list, it's definitely not <laughs> sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I wanted <laughs> I wanted so desperately to like that game. And right? I probably bought the last three Zelda games and played about an hour and then thought to myself, why do I keep doing this? <laughs> I just it's not my style game. Starfield, I'm sure, is gonna be super cool. God of War, I'm stoked on. Horizon Forbidden West is probably going to be great. I still haven't played the first one. I intend to, but I have not. Weird that I've played a PlayStation exclusive and you haven't. Well, Mr. fucking hoity-toity over there. (laughs) (laughs) I'll admit, I did not like Horizon Zero Dawn. No, I know you did. I know you did. You had some strong fucking opinions. I really did not like that game. I I understand, like, why everyone liked it, but, you know, I felt the same way with uh, freaking Ghost of Tsushima. I did not like that game at all, but I get why everyone did. Mm, That's a whole different discussion because I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima now, and, like, I understand why you didn't like this game. I do (laughs) like it, but, man, do I understand. I Yes. Uh, (laughs) Much like Elden Ring, it seems to appease a very certain type of person yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with internet rules as far as what i think is gonna win and i think it's gonna be elden ring because from soft uh fans are the fucking worst they are so bad (laughs) they're so bad they're so fucking obnoxious listen i'm i if you love the games i'm glad for you i'm not shitting on the games i'm just saying fucking step back just take it back just take it back a notch just a notch or two stop being they so can't. fucking obnoxious about it they i can't, get it brian. you brian get good scrub yes. <laughs> uh, as gg as, noob as far as my most anticipated game it's actually pokemon legends i am so fucking <laughs> excited for that game shut the fuck up lamar that is adorable i get it, I get it. that is adorable and sweet well i mean i'm proud of you you just mentioned it freaking dying light too yeah Dying First Dying Light was fucking so fucking cool. Yeah. I'm so mad because I might get motion sick because uh-huh. I really wanted to play it. <laughs> but because I have like this ultra wide screen that like envelops my entire eye per, uh, peripherals, I get, I get motion sick playing any of it and I hate every second of it. It is very uh, kinetic. Very Yes. Nice. A game that kinetic in first person I can absolutely see making you sick when playing, but uh yeah no pokemon legends i think is going to be super dope it's the pokemon game we've wanted since pokemon red and blue honestly um so i can't believe it's not on the list i'm fucking angry it's not on the list but uh there's our there's our first snub in my opinion um moving there on there are because snubs one of many <laughs> there are uh moving on uh because we do yep. have a lot like i said <coughs> yep. we have a best sports slash racing game and the list is f1 2021 Okay, sports racing. I was fucking yeah. so, sports, sports and racing. I'm like, wait, FIFA 20? Because almost everything else is like a, a racing game in a, in a sense. They just had yeah. to put FIFA in there for yeah. some god unknown reason. Uh, so FIFA 2022, Hot Wheels, and this is going to be the last year that it's going to be called FIFA. Uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed, Ooh. Forza Horizon 5, and Riders Republic. Uh, I'm going to spin it around this time. Lamar. What do you think is going to win, and which one do you, would you like to win out of this list? Um, man, uh, that's a good question <laughs> because I play so many racing games. That's a lie. The last game I ever played was Daytona. Uh, 
the arcade game from like Sega Dreamcast. But um, watching Derek's stream of Florza, uh, I can say that that game does look fun overall. Um, so good. So I'm going to call that the best. But what I want to win is clearly Hot Wheels Unleashed. <laughs> I'm hoping that this is the twisted metal of Barbie games. Um, and it just gets ridiculous. But wholesome, wholesome ridiculous is what I want. We're not going to get that, but it'd be nice. Okay, I can, I can respect that. Uh, Derek, what do you think? Uh, same answer for both, Forza Horizon 5. Okay. Um, I played the hell out of it. It's a super fun game. It's it's more like it's an RPG game. Like, you know, like all the other Forza Horizon games, it's an RPG based around racing. Um, honestly, it feels like, because I just started playing it on Sunday, mm-hmm. it it feels like if the crew two was really good. <laughs> Damn. Shots Damn. fired. Shots fired. Cause I'm about to bring up the crew uh, in regards to uh, one of the other nominees uh, for this category, uh, which is writer's Republic, um, which is essentially the crew two, but instead of racing vehicles, you race with extreme sports, like hang like a, the... Oh, that piece of shit game actually came out. Oh yeah, it, it came out. Oh <laughs> that god, piece of shit game. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a great game. Um, it's it's a and, Ubisoft game. You know what you're getting when you play a Ubisoft game at this yeah. point. You have to. I, I, no, Ubisoft is the most schizophrenic good to bad ratio of a. They I like a lot of Ubisoft games. Yes, do they grind my gears with making bad decisions of below for video game franchises that should have ended about six games ago? 100%. But I will say looking at Riders Republic when they announced it on the PlayStation um experience, I look I like this is this is this is desert steep and that no 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 no. Well, it's not just that. It's like actual steep. Uh, yeah. yeah, steep because there is snowboarding. There is hang oh, gliding. There are all these different extreme sports. Is it like um, mountain biking and shit too? Yeah, mount, mountain yeah. biking. Um, as for the uh, other nominees, FIFA should not be on. Like FIFA is like a standard with this category, but it really doesn't belong on this list. Uh, just going through like a bunch of the, the hardcore fans who are like, this game is garbage i didn't play it because i don't like you know soccer slash football whatever you call it um hot wheels uh unleashed look like you know from what i saw i didn't play it but it, it looked like a, a funny enough but kind of basic like it's just a racing game yeah you can build your own tracks and stuff uh the f1 2021 would probably come in second in my opinion behind forza because really? it yeah because it appears to uh run the best have like the most customization like f1 seems to be like for the hardcore gearheads yeah i'm gonna say f1 is like almost pure simulation isn't it yeah like yeah. the though that game is gonna be the one is the one where people have like the whole setup or, or in their room with the with the pedals and the steering yeah. wheel yeah. and they just sim i would love sim, that. sim through all lie. of like the different uh um uh, racetracks around the country it's them and the flight simulator people. Just yeah. the full Which, Gundam tank. <laughs> we'll get to flight sim soon. Very soon, actually. Uh, so How about you, Brian? So here's what I'm thinking. First of all, I can't believe that Hot Wheels Unleashed may be still on this list, but MLB The Show does not. 
dude seriously <laughs> just i just want to say because mlb the show listen i don't really like sports games all that much but i have to admit mlb the show is so consistently fucking great MLB the show 21 first year that it's on Xbox uh -huh. and I which so means the first time I get to fucking play it yeah uh, I mean I guess I could have played it before because I do have the PlayStation 4 but but you won't no nah. <laughs> <laughs> but man it is so much fun yeah that's what you've been missing it's like here's the thing it's really difficult to make a good baseball game because I've played a number of baseball games before the show and it just never batting never feels right pitching never feels right mm -hmm. the show gives you options it's like okay if you really want to get into the nitty-gritty you can use this batting style or you can use this one if you just want to hit a button and hit the ball like it caters yeah, you can to like to you play. totally like customize like how you pitch how you yeah. swing yeah. like the different inputs when you're fielding yeah it is so fun it feels so good to play so the fact it's not on this list it's a fucking tragedy. Yeah, Hot Wheels it, is on the list. MLB if, The Show somehow isn't. And I think you could probably make a case to throw in Knockout City for this category because it is a dodgeball game. Yeah, I feel like that belongs more in the indie category, but I, I think it's from EA. It's, I think that they either said, we can either add a racing game that everyone will hate, or we can ignore <laughs> FIFA and get so many tweets. Oh, yeah. But we're just going to shove FIFA into yeah, this, this racing was, category. This was <laughs> they all got together on. and they're like, what's going to get the least amount of backlash for probably all of these categories, honestly? Because, so. like, if you really wanted a sports game, you have to get, uh, even though microtransactions, 2K, 2K something, you have to get in there. It's not on here. Mm -hmm. All right. So as far as uh, what what I like on the list, I just started playing Forza Horizon 5. As I said, I finally plugged my PC into my TV so I could enjoy that 4K goodness. Nice. And uh, first of all, it runs incredibly on PC. Incredibly. Nice. Not a single stutter. It's beautiful. Uh, no compromises um, as far as like visuals, 60 frames per second. It's just, it's, the game just came out not that long ago and it's so stable. November 9th. Yeah. It's so stable, and that's such a fucking breath of fresh air <laughs> in how game releases have been going. Also, um, I think uh, I don't know if FIFA has like a a story mode or whatever, but I think Forts is the only one like with a any type of narrative. You're probably right. On. FIFA's probably <laughs> got like a like a road to the show kind of thing. Yeah, it has to be. Um, but yeah, so uh, Forza a lot of fun to play. It it feels good. Uh, the cars all feel very different. Um, you can have endless customization if you want it, but if you want a more arcadey racer, you can make it that too. I just think it's the, by far like leaps and bounds, the best game on the list. And uh, it's the first game that I've played aside from final fantasy 14 in like three months. And, <laughs> and I actually want to go back to it over final fantasy right now is how good it is. So yeah, for me, it's a no brainer. Uh, moving on to best sim slash strategy game. We have age of empires Four. Evil Genius 2 World Domination, Humankind, Inscription, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, we're going to go back to Derek for this one. Derek, thoughts? Um, I always love an Age of Empires game, but they're always really the same. Um, I will. Uh, this is the first like actual new 
Age of Empires game that's not like a remake or a re-release since uh, 2005. Um, Evil Genius, it I haven't played it. Looks like a tycoon, a tycoon, tycoon game, you know, like a roller coaster or whatever tycoon game. But you're an evil villain, which okay, interesting enough. Uh, Humankind uh, looks. I haven't played it. Looks a lot like a Sid Meier wannabe. Um, Inscription, a roguelite uh, card game. So I'm out. Um, and then Microsoft Flight Simulator is the only one that I've actually played, but it seems like such a niche game for a small audience, but man, it is so impressive. Um, (laughs) The time I spent playing with it, I was just like, this is so in depth. It is, and and I think because of that, like it's the best simulation so i i'd give it to microsoft flight simulator but i kind of want age of empires to win just because i love age of empires I've, you know since age of empires 2 so I'm, I'm gonna take the ball next on this one actually and switch ahead. it up a little bit um microsoft microsoft flight simulator first of all it took me about like a day to download <laughs> it is it is very large it's, it's a it chunky a, boy it yeah. is a huge file well they take all all of the entire map comes from um, OpenStreetMap, and that's how, yeah. which is like a user, like like a Wikipedia, but for maps. Mm. Yeah, um, which is exactly why in Australia, in Microsoft Flight Simulator, there's a 212-story monolith just outside <laughs> of Melbourne because someone made a fucking typo, and instead of a two-story, it was a 212-story building. Perfect. Perfect. It's amazing. If you if you haven't seen it, just Google it. Freaking Microsoft 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 Flight Sim Monolith. So it's it's a technical achievement. Derek's right. I I tried to play it on PC and uh, I decided to delete the game because it is so difficult. It Uh, is a lot. It's a lot. Like, it's like, move the thrusters. Do this, do that. I couldn't get off the fucking runway because Mm. I couldn't, I just couldn't get the control down. You have to change, you have to change your radio from, to different towers as you're moving. Yup. It's, so I give it respect. I think if I had like a flight stick and probably like, you know, a good keyboard specifically suited to like move the flaps and shit like that, Mm -hmm. it would probably be an incredible experience. Um, Age of Empires 4, I'm with Derek. I've always loved Age of Empires ever since I was in high school. Um, incredible games. A lot of fun. But also, like Derek said, very much the same thing. Uh, they don't really shake up the form- formula all too much. Evil Genius 2, Humankind, I don't know too much about, but Inscription. In- that Inscription game- might have one of the higher traffic, because I know Markiplier did a video on it, or so two videos, so I- maybe that's got the most attention out of all these. I haven't seen like those kinds of things, but I did look into this game a lot because it's this weird like card game slash almost like roguelike kind of weird experience. There's like, like I a, said, that's I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> right there. I'm out. I don't <laughs> play those. It's it's got this very like seemingly deep mystery and lore to it, which is weird for a card game. And the cards like start like coming to life and talking to you and shit. It just seems really creepy and weird. So for me, honestly, I, I like that game the best on this list. I think it's the definitely the most unique game on the list, and uh, I'm actually I'm I think that that's a really cool inclusion on this list. So I'm going Inscription, Lamar. Um, I use my brain all day at work to solve complex computer problems. 
So when I come home, the last thing I want to do is strategize my fucking games. So I don't actually play sim or strategy games. The last sim game I actually played that I enjoy was City Skylines. And then I got done with that after I took a $2 million loan and couldn't pay it back. I was done. I was done because <laughs> I stopped giving a shit. Um, so this list, I can't really properly say anything. I will say that I do still want to play Microsoft Flight Simulator because I've seen so many streams, including Derek's, of them struggling to figure out. <laughs> okay, I put the key in and I'm pushing the thruster. But nothing's happening. Yeah. I swear the engine's on. And it's like they're not lying. It is a flight simulator. It's not a flight flight game. You're not fucking top gunning from a controller. You have to figure out the knee knee bones and shit like that. I w- I still want to play it. I do have the 200 uh, terabytes you need to play it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be my pick and my hope because I don't like these type of games because my brain only has time for pretty lights. I just, uh, one more quick aside on Flight Simulator. For anybody in San Diego, I did attempt to uh, take off in a 737 from Gillespie Field. And that runway is way too short. (laughs) Way too short. Uh, So next we have Best Family Game. Uh, We have It Takes Two, Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, which I have some opinions on that inclusion on the list, and WarioWare Get It Together. Lamar, thoughts? Uh, so unfortunately, I haven't played any of the games on this list, but that doesn't mean I haven't wanted to. I really do want to play almost all of these except for pokemon snap i i i could i played what's wrong with you i played pokemon go you can't make me go back it's so mm, mm, go ahead and growl that was like growl it was a sigh of disappointment no i'm old man there's 151 pokemon once you start having pokemon like an actual short sword as a pokemon i'm out i'm out you're taking pictures of them i don't think you know what this game is i don't give a shit i don't give a fuck Anyway, clearly, um, you know, I, I got to vote for the one that I still want to play. And I just need I need to play it with someone who hasn't played it yet. And it's going to be it takes two uh, because I've seen so much gameplay about it. And it's from the same people who made uh, a way out, which that was interesting gameplay, even though it was kind of a little boring, but still interesting. It was a new it was new for the time. <laughs> And it looks like It Takes Two was actually fairly fun. Uh, it has it's a darker story than you would think. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, and I still want to play it. Like to this day, months later, even with having a lot of it spoiled, I was like, "Let's let's rock this shit." Because Mario Party's Mario Party, Super Mario World Three D. Like a lot of these are like remakes. Let's be honest. <laughs> it Takes Two is one of the only original ideas on the list. Lamar, before I pass it to Derek, I too have <gasps> played It Takes Two, so uh, we, yeah, we, we gotta get that we gotta get that link. We'll talk. We'll All talk. Right. Derek. Well, since I have played It Takes Two, uh, I kind of have a problem with this being in the family game category. <laughs> I, I would not classify this. 
not playing it's about that a family I, it's I mean, about it, a family it's about a family but <laughs> it, like usually with family games like two adults and a child or multiple children or just the children but it's like that is strictly a two-player game i mean it, <laughs> it, metacritic wise it's probably the best uh i mean it in my opinion it's the best on the list um but all the other games i haven't played um i want my wife played a uh, new pokemon snap i watched that um and i can't figure out why i ever loved the first one. Oh my and, like, god i'm surrounded by people who don't know good <laughs> shit when they see it <laughs> nostalgia man i i, I walked listen i played the first pokemon snap back on the 64 it wasn't mine and i had to go to a friend's house because i never had an n64 but i watched my wife play a uh, new pokemon snap and i was like Man, on the rails games have not aged well. Um, I watched WarioWare. Uh, that's just chaos. And then, <laughs> yeah, Superstars and 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, which totally isn't a the same game. Yes, um, that's, yes, that's a problem. It's a major problem. I don't think it should be in the category, but I think it should win. It takes two. Okay. Um, so first, I just need to shit all over Super Mario <laughs> 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Not because they're bad games. Far, far no, from that. No, they're, no, great they're great games. Good, good great games. games. That came out fucking forever ago. They don't need to be on this list. This should be about new shit. I, you know, If they want to have a, a, a new category for best remake or re-release, sure, let's do that. That could be there, but... It doesn't belong in this list. It can go. Isn't Bowser right Fury a, a standalone though? It was. Or is it DLC? It was like like DLC kind of thing. I know. I'm I'm giving them like a fucking bone here, but Stop you're it. right. They can fuck that <laughs> off into the sun for all I care. <laughs> um, so we got it takes two, uh, which I I watched Derek stream it and it it looks really really fun. Um, Mario Party Superstars. I I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it is kind of like another remake, but I do have a really soft spot for Mario's Party. It's just so many good memories and even the prior mario party that came out on, on switch i fucking love it new pokemon snap and WarioWare. i love all the WarioWare games because they're chaos and um ultimately though i'm gonna have to go new pokemon snap um there's just something about those games and also speaking of family they had a really adorable commercial where some fucking dumb ass 35 year old man is like what's an eevee fuck you dude you know what an eevee is. <laughs> oh jesus like, yeah <laughs> really bad commercial which should almost disqualify it itself but it's more pokemon snap and the thing i like about pokemon snap is it is on rails but as you go through it there's so much that's just hidden that you can discover like little easter eggs and little hints and like oh you throw this lure over here and this crazy thing happens it's just fun it's it's adorable now, fun now in the new pokemon snap are the little secrets easier to do or did you have to like hear it from someone's friend someone's friend who threw the pokeball at the left top corner of the electrode so that his asshole touches the clefairy so that it will actually jump into the pool so you can take a picture of a gyarados so is so that lamar. what we're still doing lamar or is it like hey you took a picture of a scyther when he's doing some cool shit lamar. now it's dancing so there's this thing that exists now that didn't exist back then right oh fuck off it's called no. google Right. No, <laughs> so if you want to know the secrets, you type in secret Pokemon <laughs> in Pokemon Snap. 
and it will just tell you how to do shit. And you'll I okay. should be able to enjoy a game without having to Google everything. You can. Sh- you absolutely can. And those weird things can be a fun happenstance for you. Except oh, for God. you because you're fucking lame and don't want to play it. Moving on to best fighting game. Uh, we've got your mama. We've got a bunch of shit that I only know like what two of these things are. We got uh, the mouthful game. Yeah, Demon Slayer, the Hinokami Chronicles. <laughs> I think I said that, right? Is right. It, yes. Mar- yeah, it's like, yes, Eve? that's that's good. Is it is it or is it Hinokami? Hinokami. That's what I said. Okay. Yes, you said it right. It's cool. just funny trying to hear you try. Listen, I'm the whitest person on earth, and I fucking know. Not it. Not even the I'm, full title, by the way. Even though I'm half Mexican, <laughs> I'm still the whitest guy on earth. Um. Guilty Gear Strive, which I've got some fucking opinions. Melty Blood Type Lumina. What? <laughs> fuck. Fuck you. Not not any of you guys. Just fuck you. Uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. And fuck Virtual you. Fighter 5. <laughs> Fair. You know what? Fair. <laughs> Virtual Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. And since I haven't led a topic, I'm going to go ahead and leave this one. Demon Slayer... I hear that that's a thing now, and people really think it's cool. Um, it's weeb shit. I like some weeb shit, but I don't know if I like this weeb shit or not. I have no frame of reference. Guilty Gear Strive, for whatever reason, just is sucking China's dick, even though they're not owned by like Tencent or anything like that. It's kind of gross. And they removed uh, uh, like any like reference to Taiwan or some shit. Oh. preemptively uh, got it. nobody told them to it's just fucking okay s- stop tracking china please uh, uh if you want to know what we're referring to uh google google is your friend yes melty blood type lumina again i like the idea of melty blood i'm not gonna lie kind of like seems like some kind of ice cream sundae topping <laughs> but um melty blood. <laughs> apparently this is a series i had no idea is this really this is a series. I've never heard it. It's such a weird combination of fucking It looks very movies. much like Persona from the... It's weeb. It's another weeb shit. It's oh my weeb God. shit. Nickelodeon R-Star, R-Star Brawl. All-Star Brawl. That's a fucking name. That's a mouthful. In theory, I like it, uh, but it looks like shit, mm. in my opinion. It just looks, it looks like a, a cynical cash grab. And the Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown, which is more Virtual Fighter Five, I guess. Uh, um, I, it's it's not. It's not. No. no. Virtual Fighter Five came out twelve years ago. No, no, that's what I mean. It's just <laughs> Virtual Fighter Five again, like. Yeah, it, it's a it is a re-release. Yeah, like, yeah, and that's and how that's dare this fucking at. game be on here? Yes. So, um, best fighting game. I listen. I'm gonna take the strong stance of none of these. <laughs> but i'm All gonna right. give it to i'm gonna give it to nickelodeon just to fucking piss people off <laughs> pisses me off because that yeah, game I mean, also I'm... shouldn't be on this list it oh, also shouldn't no. be a fucking game in my opinion well, well carry on Derek. why don't you uh, why don't you tell us about it all right i'm not into <laughs> weeb shit at all uh <laughs> i don't watch demon slayer i know of i don't even i'm not even a fighting games guy i played dragon ball fighter z that was the only game i played and the things that look closest to that are guilty gear strive and melty blood it's a toss-up between either of those in my opinion um metacritic score they're kind of in the same ballpark uh, with Demon Slayer, uh, Virtua Fighter, and especially Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, way at the fucking bottom. Like what? I don't know how. 
they fucking thought this was gonna be some solid idea and more people are following suit warner brothers is doing it too yep yep, yep. oh my fucking, fucking god Stark's i think there's about to come out soon Arya stark <laughs> is gonna fucking fight gandalf i am so i can't wait till batman beats Arya stark's ass <laughs> <laughs> i am so conf- like okay i Get it out, Derek. Get it out. That's what we're here for. That's what this show is. It's therapy. Just... <laughs> it's so hot. They, <laughs> they see some sort of formula, I swear, and they're like, we can do that. And then they fucking bomb. It's like, you wasted so many people's fucking money and time and energy. Like, that idea should have been fucking thrown out out the window into the dumpster lit on fire and then the ashes sprinkled to the other fucking corners of the earth hey, hey Derek, you you want to know something that's probably gonna make you laugh about that whole thing what's mm. up so i guess when wb was talking about their game and stuff like that somebody who worked on nickelodeon our star brawl was like yeah the game's probably gonna be pretty good because they're giving them the time and the resources to make it good yeah that's, that's some fucking shade being thrown at that game <laughs> from somebody who actually worked on it that's how bad it is, folks. That's how bad. It's really bad. Um, but I've only seen gameplay. I haven't actually touched it. Um, even in reality, Super Smash is kind of the outlier for everything. But it was also the first. And it kind of, you know, nails it because, you know, that came out in what? The N64 days oh, when yeah. there weren't Jesus. as many buttons. Yeah, the the very first uh, Super Smash Bros came out on N64. Yeah, it did. Followed by, you know, every other iteration of uh Nintendo consoles. Anyway, um Guilty Gear seems a lot more approachable, but it's a toss up between either of those in my opinion. I guess for reasons that we mentioned i'd give it to melty blood which is probably what a lot of you know gaming quote-unquote journalists are circle jerking themselves to nominate it for probably oh god thank god because that's what best game website because that's what i that's the entire reason i messaged you brian because this this whole game awards show is turning into the oscars of video games which maybe that's what they're gunning for and i fucking hate it yes this is worse than the oscars this is way worse because even uh, while the oscars is fucking advertisement probably through and through right right the the movies that are at the top arguably do belong in the conversation most of the time Mm-hmm. Are there better movies? Yes, but the ones there at least belong in the category. At, long, at least belong in the conversation. There are so many in this fucking list that do not belong in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like Nickelodeon All-Stars. <laughs> exactly. What the fuck? Look, okay, here's the th- this, here's my real thing about Nickelodeon All-Stars. On the surface, looking at it and looking at all the stuff, I said this could actually be a fun light uh, uh brawl like game right if all you have to do is just balance it out a little bit make it very simple because playstation tried their own brawl shit and it didn't work because they tried to reinvent the wheel of how he actually gets played they didn't even get the voice none of its voice acted yep they didn't get the clips it's all text none of its voice acted the hitboxes are atrocious and like I wanted to play just to, to have to play Avatar because they have Toph, they have Korra, 
those are some great characters. And sorry, I'm taking too much time to shit on Nickelodeon Brawl because, in my opinion, Deserve it could have been good. It could have been good. It was never going to be good. It could have been. There was some good fucking things. Um, and my problem with the rest of this list is I don't like these type of games. Oh, and I played <laughs> Virtual Fighter Five, and I don't like Virtual Fighter Five. I only like Tekken, 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 and Soul Calibur are the only fighting game series I actually like. Um, but with that said, uh, I'm gonna give it to Demon Slayer because I do watch Demon Slayer. I like it. And if you've played any like the Naruto Ninja Storm games, that's exactly it, and that's why I don't like it. Like yeah, Arena Fighters, yeah. Arena Fighters, man, is the exact same flavor. To be honest with you, and it, it is what it is. But uh, I'm gonna yeah. give it to that. It's a to- it was a toss up. Honestly, I think this is a tough category for them, and I think the reason why you see Nickelodeon Virtual Fighter Five on here is because there just aren't very many fighting games that came out. No, and the Tekken still rocking. They're like, everyone else got five. I guess we have, like, that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't have to have five. Yeah. Just pick the three best. They're ones. like, no, we need to have five. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so moving on away from that trash fire, uh, we get into some of the good stuff, like best yeah. role-playing game. Now, <laughs> I've, got, uh... I've got massive opinions on one game on this list. Uh, so we have <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077, uh, which I think we did an entire episode shitting on. Um, Monster <laughs> Hunter Rise, one. Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei Five, and Tales of Arise. Uh, we're gonna kick it off to Derek to start this one off. Um, I have played two of these, and I think a third is pretty much a nearly a carbon copy of one of the ones I played. I played Cyberpunk, and I played uh, Tales of Arise. Um, man, Cyberpunk had a, a pretty bad launch, um, but I still think it was an okay game (laughs) that's strong game of the year contender right there yeah that was a good stretch of a word there i I think it had very good storytelling and world world building the gunplay was so fucking bad though and like the leveling progression was so bad um i played all the way through it i did all the different storylines now i just need to you know go around doing all all the collecting and stuff um and as for tales of arise man that game is so approachable and so fun and has like a well a well-crafted story that i got behind not being a fan of anime and then like towards the end of the game it gets very anime and i was like i don't know i don't know what's going on right now but i but i love all these characters now and i'm just gonna fight um which scarlet nexus is pretty much as, as from what i've seen is a carbon copy um, I think Shin Megami Tensei and Monster Hunter Rise are both Switches exclusives, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, and that's probably why I uh, didn't play them. I do have a Switch. I, I'm playing Pokemon, but... Uh... Well, to be fair, Shin Megami Tensei Five literally like just came out last week. Oh, ah. did it? Okay. Yeah. Then I had to have just missed the... I think the cutoff for any nominations was like November 19th. Yeah. Yeah, that would have just made the cut. But yeah, um, do I have any other notes skimming through? No, um, snub on this list, Lost Judgment. Really? Hmm. Lost Judgment should be on this list. I, I, I actually, I don't think I'm familiar with that game. Uh, it is the next uh, Yakuza game. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, I'll, I'll call that a snub because the Yakuza series is fucking hot. So good. Yep. Yep. All right. Next up. Okay, Lamar. 
Ah, uh, fuck. I'll snub this easy. Um, I as much. I I think I'm the only resident anime fan here. I think Brian likes a few. Der- Derek says they don't like any anime. I, I hate anime games. I can't play them. <laughs> it, I don't like. I'm not a. I'm not a high fantasy RPG player. I've never enjoyed playing Final Fantasy. I will watch someone play it and enjoy it, but not the actual gameplay itself. And so I can't. I I will not vote for Cyberpunk simply on principle alone. <laughs> We need to start punishing these releases as much as possible. <laughs> even if they've got it fixed, and even if Derek says out. it was a good game, which I really, uh, I, 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 t- I keep his opinion about games in high regard. Yeah, um, just do not play on console. <laughs> like play, play that game on PC. That's, that's yeah, the problem, don't play Derek. On any- <laughs> a game that can't be played on something it's released on shouldn't be on the fucking list. Oh my god! Just I'm just saying. referring specifically to gunplay because no, with a controller that that oof. you, you know anyway. what makes gunplay really hard, Derek. When the game doesn't fucking work on the console, Derek, that it makes the gunplay really fucking difficult. I, I don't think it should win. I'm not, I'm not saying, saying you do. I'm not saying you do. You're my you're my proxy. You are my muse. I am just taking it out on you because you gave <laughs> a, a bit of a pass. Is it because I overcooked the roast? <laughs> <laughs> I beat so. you because I love you. <laughs> I have decided to uh, snub all this and say the best role playing game are the games that I am now dungeon mastering in tabletop RPGs virtually. And so that's going to be a video game. So that's what my vote is for. Technically, we play via video. So, yeah, it is a videoed game. Okay. So, <laughs> so I think I've made my opinion on Cyberpunk pretty fucking clear. Nah. If your game is broken, <laughs> it doesn't belong on the list. I'm sorry. The fact that it's on here just shows what a circle-jerking mouth fuck this entire whole thing is, this show. Listen, I like Jeff Keeley. I do. I think he genuinely loves games, and I think he genuinely wants to put on a good show, and he seems like a genuinely good dude, but this list is fucking stupid, and Cyberpunk being on it proves it. Yep. Then, then you got Monster, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, which by all rights is... I, I hear it's a fine game. I don't. I heard it's not as good as Monster Hunter World, but it's a good game, and Monster Hunter games always sell. They're always good. Everyone loves them. Mm-hmm. That's just how they are. Scarlet very, Nexus, very low, very large following. Yes. Yep. Uh, Scarlet uh, Nexus. And I think it is the highest rated Metacritic uh, in this category. That does not shock me at all. I I wrote down all the Metacritic scores for like all the games. Oh okay. Jesus! <laughs> I take um, notes, dude. He he takes notes. The rest of us just fly off the cuff like a bunch of fucking assholes. Um, <clears throat> Perfect. But Monster Hunter Rise, uh, yeah, so that's that. Scarlet Nexus, definitely a weeb game. I heard the gameplay uh, and what I've seen of it looks really, really good. It's a game I definitely want to play. I think it's on Game Pass, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I know. I think it was. I think it was just added not you that long ago. You keep vamping, I'll uh, get um, to that. So that one, but I hear the story is a little bit weak and gets very confusing in true weeb fashion uh, and doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That said... A lot of those games you don't really play for the story. You do play for the unique gameplay experiences. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Shin Megami Tensei Five. I really want to get into. Um, I know it's it's much more in-depth and much more difficult than Persona. But Persona games are a spinoff of that. And they use a lot of the same like demons in quotes. I just think it looks like a lot of fun. I think it's a cool idea. And I love those types of games. I know it's punishing. But I'm definitely going to get into that. Tales of Arise though. Uh, I recently got into the Tales games. Uh, I was playing Tales of Vesperia uh, Remastered, 
and what a fucking triumph that game is. And I know Tales of Arise is is supposed to be just as good, if not better. Mm-hmm. And I like the way they do combat in those games. I do like the storytelling. I like the little vignettes that they do when you're walking mm-hmm. around and you hit the button just to hear a little uh, skit that happens. Uh, there's a lot of heart and character in those games, so I'm definitely going Tales of Arise on this. Agree. And yes, uh, Scarlet Nexus is on Game Pass. See, yes. I don't even need those. They're in my fucking head. I got this. Um, <laughs> best action yeah. adventure game. We have Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> Metroid Dread, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Psychonauts 2. Lamar. Can I go? Please. Okay. Yes, yeah, no, that you I called on you. Okay. Teacher, teacher. All all respect to honestly most of these games. None of these are bad that I know of. Uh, I don't know much about Guardians of the Galaxy. I hear that it was much better than whatever the first Avengers game that came out earlier. We don't talk about Avengers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but only one of these games got me to enjoy a new genre of entertainment. And that is Resident Evil Village. It had it made me so horny that I actually <laughs> embraced <laughs> the horror genre and have not only played Resident Evil, um, I'm about to play Resident Evil 7 as soon as I get some time. I've watched several horror movies from it, but my overall experience of Resident Evil Village was almost perfect. Was there some parts in it that was a little j- janky? Yes, there was one boss area that felt like it was just to calm you down, uh, give you a little <laughs> bit of some cannon fodder. Like, yes, go shoot some things, calm down from this last part where you was just fucked. Um, yeah, oh, God. <laughs> but Resident Evil Village was so good that I got months of entertainment just watching people go through the fucking dollhouse. It was <laughs> the best thing. I've never had so much fun playing and watching something where I've had I had no way to defend myself. There was no gunplay, no knife play. If you fucked up, you fucked up. And it was it was beautiful horror. It didn't rely on a lot of jump scares. There were scares, there were jumps, but not it was just not pop out at you like fucking PT was, right? Fucking Resident Evil Village was great. Those of you who played the old Resident Evils, I know you have your pluses and minuses for it, but you have to understand for us who are new to the series, it was fan-fucking-tastic. So, that is my fucking pick. All right. Derek? Um, well, I need to scroll back up. <clears throat> um, God, did I play any? I did not play any of these. Um, Wait, you didn't you didn't play village i thought you did i did not i played seven. Oh shit i played seven but they all look like great games um seven is far more terrifying i will tell you that two of these games are nominated for game of the year yep uh i mean for everything that i've seen and experienced it's it's going to be resident evil in my opinion but i think my main takeaway from this list and the following list, which is somehow two different, whatever, um, is it's missing Hitman 3. Hitman 3 was yeah. such a good fucking game. Um, for my money, gosh, I don't even know who I would drop from this list to add Hit Hitman 3, though. 
um Marvel. yeah probably guard it yeah well that'd be an interesting conversation to be like how'd you have metro dread and, and i don't think metro dread should be game of the year either but uh yeah, but here we are gonna, that's gonna be the big conversation yeah. i can already feel it Oof. um resident evil village should win hitman 3 should be on this fucking list that's my take okay um, I want to first just give quick props to Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. By all indications, it is a really fun game. And sometimes I think we forget games should just be fucking fun sometimes. So that's really yep. cool. Metroid Dread, there's a lot of controversy around because, of course, there fucking is. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is more Ratchet and Clank. I loved the 2016 reboot. I haven't had a chance to play Rift Apart, but uh, from what I understand, it's not quite as good as the reboot, but it's still really, really strong. Psychonauts 2, um, it's supposed to be incredible, uh, if I'm being honest, but it's, uh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not a huge on platformers anymore, I don't know if it's because I'm older or, or what, uh, I eventually want to play it, but. There's been a long list of recent 3D platformers that have been not great. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Um, I hear that's not the case with Psychonauts, though. No, I'm, that I'm said, of course not. That said. Only one game on this list became a fucking phenomenon for like a month on Twitch. Great. Yeah. And that's Resident Evil Village. And it's honestly, I think it's the only game I've ever streamed from beginning to end because I was having so much fun not only playing the game, but playing it with people uh, and seeing their reaction to things that were happening in the game. And it was just as fun to jump into other people's streams and watch them react to the shit that happens in that game. Uh, There were definitely some weak parts. It's not my favorite Resident Evil game by any stretch. And I am amongst the three of us. I can safely say I'm the ultimate authority on Resident Evil. Yes. Nope. Yeah. But again, no, nothing else on this list became quite the phenomenon that Resident Evil did. And it did my heart really good to see so many people like Lamar who had never played a Resident Evil game and who aren't interested in horror get interested in this game and have it broaden their horizons. So Suffice to say, Resident Evil Village, I think, is definitely, by so far, good. leaps and bounds, the best action-adventure game. And so if it good. doesn't fucking win, I'm going to burn it down. Just uh, it should it should win this category easily. No, I'd be fucking no, shocked. It's going to be Psychonauts 2. That's what's going to win. Or oh, Metroid so? Dread Over because RD? of the controversy. Oh, yes. fuck off. Well, no. again, because this isn't... Like, uh, I think I read that... Um, only 10% of the vote it is for the fans, is yeah, for like the community voting. Um, so the rest is going to go to the you know gaming, quote-unquote, journalist. I, I always say, quote-unquote, yes. journalist, because Accurate. I do not. Like, you're, if you're, you're someone who, and polygons yeah, and like, shit. you guys are just regurgitating fucking feeds that the companies put out. Yes. Mm. Which is, honestly, we should have Derek but, back to talk hey, about man, that. Hey, man, I... I did it. I did it for a while. Uh, yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> all right. So with that, we're moving on to best action game, which, like Derek said, somehow has how its is own... this different? Yep. How <laughs> is this different? I legitimately don't know. <laughs> we have best action adventure and then best action. Yeah. Actually, I I can see the split. Don't do this, Lamar. Don't I don't do know why one of these is not the other category. Giving him a pass again. Uh, honestly, pass. we should flip. We should flip. Ratchet and Clank should be in here, and the one that we both agree should be in the action adventure. Honestly, I don't know why there's not a horror one. It was not enough. It's, 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 I don't it's, think there was it enough horror. It games. is now. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. 
Horror's coming was, raging back. Let's see. No, we no, had, no, but there was a lot of horror games what, this what year. Ho- so we had Resident Evil Village. We had uh-huh. Median. Yep. I, I would say you could count Back for Blood. It's okay, zombie. yeah. It's a zombie okay. game. It's a zombie game. Yeah. Yeah. I've never counted games. Me, me personally, I've never counted zombie games as horror because like especially oh, had- games like that, because I'm they're not they're tense, but not scary. But okay. well, anyway. I don't think there- horror needs to be tense. Here would be the five for a horror game for 2021. Let me know if you you agree. I didn't know this came out. Little Nightmares 2. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, Resident Evil Village, obviously. Yep. The Medium. Yep. Uh, Back for Blood and Returnal. Yeah. Uh, okay. Or And maybe swap any of those out. The the That trilogy fucking... The Dark Pictures anthology yeah. uh, latest one House came out this year. Or yeah, House of Ashes. Ashes. Yeah, came out yeah, this I really year as well. That. Actually, I hear it's actually the best one out of the There three. are horror games. Yeah. Okay. I, I, but, okay. But it's like, how often do those... How often does that quantity of horror games get made, you know? Honestly, maybe, maybe a lot more lately. It. Since the resurgence of Resident Evil, I think um, it's become more viable. Plus, you have a lot of smaller companies that are putting out horror games, like uh, Carrion, which is really, really cool, where you play as the monster. Uh, that eats scientists and shit. I would, like, I would also say it's hard to compare those five games to say they belong together because yes, they have scary and horror elements, but how they do it is so drastically vast. Mar- it would anyway. We have a list of best action adventure game that has Psychonauts two alongside Resident Evil Village. <laughs> I'm just saying. Fair. You know what? Fair. But anyway, what's okay. in the list of best action, Brian? So we have Back for Blood, Chivalry two, Death Loop. <laughs> Far Cry Six. <laughs> we finally, you finally get to talk talk about it, Brian. I don't want to though. Oh, Death Loop, Brian. I'll, the loop sure, I'll death. go first. I'll go first. Best action game. So Back for Blood. Um, I I downloaded it. I haven't played it yet because, from what I understand, you really need to play with friends, and I I don't have four people or three other people that I can get together with that I know of that have the game. Um, I can think of like one or two people, but I don't know. I have it, but I don't think I'm gonna touch it. Yeah, um, I they did a couple things different that kind of turned me off to it, uh, especially the multiplayer, where instead of going through the campaign and having other players as zombies, like the special zombies come in and assault you, mm-hmm. it's like its own arena mode, which it's like they forgot what made Left 4 Dead good. Um, then you have Chivalry 2, which looks like a medieval game. It looks really cool. I think the combat looks better than. Um, Fuck, what's that other one? Mordow. Kingdom Come. Oh. That's the one I'm thinking of. Okay. Uh, Deliverance Kingdom Come. Yeah, that one. Uh, which I do like that game, but I hate the combat in that game. Um, then we have Deathloop, which... <laughs> I don't know if it's because I've seen so much of this game that I feel like I've already played it all the way through or what. It, You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it... I think this is the category it belongs in because the action does look really good in it. And it looks really kinetic and it looks really fun. Far Cry 6 looks like the most ridiculous Far Cry to date, but it does some things with the ammo that I don't like, where like certain ammo types injure certain enemies more. It just seems like an extra step that you have to take to kill anything, and anytime you put a roadblock between me and the murder of something in a game, yep. it's not fun. But then there's Returnal, which honestly, in terms of action, holy shit, near perfection. The controls so precise, everything so fluid, difficult but never really felt unfair. 
for me, Returnal is definitely the best action game as far as like gameplay and strictly gameplay. Uh, Derek, what do you think? Um, yeah, I played uh, some of the beta for Back for Blood when they were doing like the network stress test, mm-hmm. which was only like I think it was just like the first mission, which you know ended on a boat. And God, that game is so fucking diff, like needlessly difficult. And I was just like, I'm never touching this i wasn't big in left for dead to begin with just because like i didn't have access to it i i think the first left for dead came out while i was overseas but i just like kind of missed out on the left for dead boat but i was like okay you know maybe i can get back into it and i tried back for blood and i'm like this ain't it chief this is not it i um as for chivalry 2 i played the shit out of the first chivalry it's kind of like a a slow like goofy kind of medieval combat thing it's it's a lot of like dumb fun because it is a you know it's it's a multiplayer game like a you know team versus team multiplayer thing failure Um, for honor um yes but more like uh maybe mordow that uh, that mm. VR sword fighting game kind of along those yep, lines. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Deathloop, I didn't touch it. It actually, I, I actually didn't even watch any gameplay until last night, and I was like, you know what? This is actually kind of a game that I think I could get into. I love Arcane Studios. I love uh, the Dishonored franchise. Um, Far Cry Six, I played all the way through. Um, they, I think they took a step backwards uh, with Far Cry Six. Giancarlo Esposito, great actor, but he could not save it. Um, and Returnal, I just default to to Brian, who uh, actually played it. I think Returnal should win, and I think either Back for Blood or Far Cry Six should get dropped from this category, and Hitman Three be added. <laughs> I don't disagree with that at all. None of none of your points, actually. Lamar, um, can't count chivalry. I can't um speak of chivalry because I have no reference of it. Um, Back for Blood, uh, I, I don't want to play. I've seen gameplay of it. I've seen Derek play it. I've seen some Twitch streamers, and they forgot they forgot what made Left 4 Dead fun, which was simple complexity. You can't get any achievements if you're not playing online. Like you can't. Oh, that's play- even. Oh, that's, that's fucking, fucking terrible. You have to be like in matchmaking to get achievements. Like that's what the hell? Fucking stupid. Uh, I think there's also some weird leveling up RPG elements added to it, which yeah, there's cards like a card system. I yeah, have. no, no. <laughs> so card systems drive me insane. Um, so I can't give it a black for blood. Death Loop. Here's the thing, I want to like the Dishonored series. I really, really do. I just don't, and it's completely my fault. It is a very stealth-focused game. Yes. I, I am not, I'm not stealthy. If, like, if I, you I, don't I, like, st- that's why I keep saying, bring it, at Hitman 3 should be here. Hitman 3 should yeah, be here, because I, I, I like stealth play, games. Yeah, I can't play Hitman either. I've never good, been a good Splinter Cell. I played the original Splinter Cell, ran out of bullets, and couldn't figure out what to do. So, <laughs> me too. That, yeah, that's exactly... <laughs> So I can't give it to Deathloop. It's just it's and it's a that's roguelike really. Um, so that gives about up to Far Cry Six to Returnal. I feel as if the me personally, I think Far Cry Five was one of the best stories that they pumped out in the I long agree. way with Joseph Seed, especially if you played the DLC addition to it to figure out what happened to that entire crew. It was like that's this was really well yeah, thought out. 
And then play New Dawn after it. Yeah, I played New Dawn. Granted, the main protagonist of New Dawn was dumb, but the a- additional stuff that what, happened... What, the twins? Oh, yeah, fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but Returnal is one of, like, three or four games to the PS5 that will make me actually buy it because I want to see... Because I've seen so much good play, and it looks pretty, and so it I, I want to play it. It looks very beautiful, and... I just want to play Returnal. See what's Returnal going on. was the game that made Brian text me. I get it now. I get why you play Dark Souls. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that absolutely happened. He really <clears throat> texted me that, and it really, I forgot. I <laughs> forgot about that, but it's true. Because yeah, it is, but it game fucking whipped my ass. But I was like, man, there's something about it. There's just something about it. Well, I loved Hades, and it feels like shooter Hades. So I'll fucking take that all day. Um, I, I, that is a very blanket statement. Don't yes, yeah. fucking come at my throat. But um, far yeah, I've seen so many reviews of Far Cry Six. Far Cry Six has the same issue as Back for Blood. They forgot how to make a simple concept fun because they have to add all these RPG elements because it that makes sure the kids come back. Um, people forgot how to make good pick up and go games, and so for action is going to be Returnal. All right. We're going to skip over content creator of the year, but just so you know who they are, somebody named Dream, someone named Fusely, someone named <laughs> Gowls or Galls or something, somebody named Ibai or I, I, Ibay or something. We consume Ibai. so much content. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and someone named The Grefg, which, bro... Really? He's he's the only one I've heard of because he broke the um, Twitch viewer peak with 2.4 million viewers. Good for really? him. Change your fucking yeah, he, he is a, a he is a Spanish speaking um, streamer. Uh, I just hate the F and the G next to each other. It, I don't like Gref. it. I don't know how it's pronounced. Neither do I. That's that's all I've heard about, and he's probably gonna win. I don't know. Probably. Um, Okay, we're also skipping over best AR VR game, but I do want to point out this is where Hitman 3 shows up for some Yeah, right? Reason. What the shit? <laughs> you can play Hitman 3 in VR? In, That's in weird. VR. God damn it. Uh, we also have I Expect You to Die 2, Lone Echo 2, Resident Evil 4 VR, and Sniper Elite VR. Um, moving <laughs> Sniper on. Ball Shooter VR? Yeah, yeah I know. Right. Actually, sounds pretty fun. Um So moving on to best debut indie game, and for those of you who don't know, that means a... a debut studios indie game um so it's their debut game uh we have god damn it i listen to a lot of um sacred symbols and nobody knows how to pronounce this game's name so i've heard it eight different ways now i'm gonna call it kenna bridge of spirits which is i think is the right way right um we have sable the artful escape the forgotten city and valheim um I think probably Derek knows more about any of these games than the rest of us, so please start us off. <laughs> sure, man. I mean, I, <laughs> I I did a deep dive on um, all these. I've seen a lot of um, Artful Escape, um, and I it doesn't seem like a very fun game to me, but it is very like artsy fartsy. I, I think it's really something you might want to play when you might be under the influence of certain substances that I will, I will, you know, cocaine. Um, but hey, bonus points to uh, that game for having Carl Weathers to voice in it. Oh well, I'm sold. What really? Yeah, yeah really. I'm sold. Uh, it's it'll take you about three hours to complete. Fuck. Um, the Forgotten City was a Skyrim mod um, that has now become like its full fledged thing. 
I have a hard on for mythology, and that's what a lot of Forgotten City's aesthetic is built around, Greek, Roman, and Egyptian um, mythology. Kenna Bridge of Spirits comes from an animation studio, so from a visual perspective, I think it looks the most impressive for an indie debut because it literally looks like like a DreamWorks movie. Um, Sable uh, has an interesting art style, kind of like a blend of cell shadedness, but with the frame rate like you might see from Into the Spider-Verse. Um, and then Valheim is budget New World. Um, okay. for, for my money, Damn. I would think, even though it might not have rated the best, um, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, I would give it to just because it looks so amazing kind of weak on on storytelling from from what i've heard i haven't played any of these uh, i have some friends who played a lot of valheim um and i played a lot of new world which is very close to valheim um the uh the sable game like i said has the interesting art style there's no combat there's no fail state so it's literally just a, an ex exploration thing people complain a lot a lot about uh, the clunky controls and bugs um but yeah, for for me, Kenna Bridge uh, a Bridge of Spirits looks amazing. All right, Lamar, what do you think? Uh, I I I haven't even heard of three of these games, <laughs> which would be Sable, the Artful Escape, and the Forgotten City. Like, okay, those exist. Um, I played Valheim. I made armor, and I built a little home and a farm. And I've gotten a boat and then I took my boat all the way around an island and this boat got too close to the shore oh, and no. a wasp <laughs> killed me. Oh no. <laughs> and spawned me back where my fucking house was on the other side of the goddamn continent. And I've never played it since. <laughs> <laughs> so out of pure spite. I want to give it up to Canna Bridge of Spirits because one, I didn't even know it came out yet. And two, it does look very pretty. Okay. I don't have a lot to say about a lot of these games. Uh, Valheim, I've seen a lot of people play it. They seem to really like it. Um, but I'm also going Canna Bridge of Spirits just because not only visually does it look great, but it looks like uh, Baby's First Dark Souls from what I understand as far as combat goes. Uh, I know the difficulty does spike on some of the bosses to an absurd degree. Um but aside from that, I mean, it's a first, it's a debut, you know. There's time to get it right for the sequel. I believe it will get a sequel. It does look stunning. Um, it is, it's one of the very few PS5 games to come out that looks like it should be on PS5 and couldn't run on PS4. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it to, to Ken. I think it's a, a technical achievement at the very least. For, for a on. debut, it, yeah. that's very impressive. Yeah. So we're going to move on to best community support. I'm actually excited about this one because it lets me talk about something I love. <laughs> um, we have Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. I'm going to start this one off. Sounds good. Um, Go ahead. Don't know shit about Apex. I mean, I, I know what the game is and stuff like that. As, as far as community and community support, no idea. Destiny 2, um, I think, was doing really well with community support, but has kind of been dropping the ball lately from uh, people that I know who play it. Fortnite, I refuse to uh, engage with at all in any way. As far as I know, I just read and that there's nothing there. 
No Man's Sky has done incredible things, but it's had its day in the fucking sun, and I think it just needs to sit the fuck down at this point. Let's talk Final Fantasy fourteen though. <laughs> now, when it says best community support, first of all, it has an incredible community. Uh, that, that much I want to get off the bat. But the reason why it does is because that shit is fostered by the developers and by the producer. And Square Enix has made a lot of missteps, but for whatever reason with this game, they continuously get it right as far as what people want, listening to the fans, and making the fans feel like a part of everything and very special. To the point where the the producer is so engaged in what's going on and feels so much for the game and the community that's fostered, when he announced a two-week delay on the most recent... Um, the most recent, wow, blanking on the fucking word, expansion pack uh, for Endwalker, broke down in fucking tears. He was so ashamed that it was going to be delayed by two weeks. Uh, it's, it's clear that the entire development team actually cares about the game and cares about the community and cares about people being happy and having fun with their game. And on top of that, they're very big proponents of making sure that people go play other shit. Hey, you know, you've, you've been playing our game you're in a lull, there's nothing going on, go play another game. And then when we come out with something new, come back and play if you want. If you don't, okay. We appreciate you anyway. Literally, these are things that have been said by the developers, uh, specifically Yoshi P, who's the the uh, lead producer of the series. I mean, that's all I got to say. As far as community support, I feel like they go above and beyond. And even if the rest of these communities uh, do receive great support, I just feel like Final Fantasy fourteen is next level. And it's evidenced by... YouTube video after YouTube video of people talking about this shit. It's not just me who sees it. Like This is like a fucking genre on YouTube of people talking about this. Uh, Derek, what do you think? Um, Apex, Destiny, and Fortnite uh, creators hate their fans. Uh, Final Fantasy <laughs> and No Man's Sky love their fans. Uh, give it to Final Fantasy. <laughs> like, I, I don't... I played Final Fantasy. Um, I mean, technically, I've played all these. Uh, at one point or another. I don't know what Apex, Destiny, Fortnite, or No Man's Sky have done this year for um, their community, so I don't feel like I can really comment on them. So I'll comment on the one that I know has provided great support, and that is Final Fantasy, so I'm going to pretty much agree with you. All right, Lamar. Destiny 2 is the okay boomers of community. Um <laughs> No Man's Sky has the same issue as Cyberpunk. You're not going to get a fucking award at me for your first fuck up of launch. Um, <laughs> Fortnite, uh, I, I just, I can't do it. Uh, Apex Legends is the Overwatch community, but worse. And so I'm going to have to give it to Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, at, because uh, legitimately, while I do not like MMOs, and that's another, I really wish I did, because you get a lot of bang for your buck. Um, there's been, when I said I was going to try to play it again, the amount of people from my own friends who went out say, I will help you do X, Y, and Z. And I've heard even from old World of Warcraft players saying that it's a refreshing change between the get good scrub world of, um, MMOs to like actual decent, like high, small elven thing follow <laughs> me i will help you kill the giant diamond dragon and give you all the loot and then pet you on the head 
and here's a cookie. There's actually an entire uh, YouTube genre of those videos as well of WoW players who moved to Final Fantasy 14 and were like, wow, people aren't constantly calling me a piece of shit. I don't understand what's happening here. <laughs> um, That's called trauma. <laughs> and what's funny is because I there is a snub later up on this list that, that I'm going to bring up uh, in regards to WoW, um, which I think is very telling and interesting. Um, but so you're going Final Fantasy 14 Lamar? Yeah, I'll give Final Fantasy. All right. We're also skipping over best mobile game, but just so you know what they are, uh, there's Fantasian, Genshin Impact, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Marvel Future Revolution, and Pokemon Unite. Moving on to the next one we're going to speak about, and that's best independent game, which is Death's Door, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, Inscription, Loop Hero, and 12 Minutes. Now, Derek, you played 12 Minutes, right? I did. Please lead us. So I don't think 12 Minutes should be on this list. Um it was <laughs> an interesting, like an interesting concept, um, and you know, landing three huge actors to voice the three out of the four, I think, voices you hear in the entire game um, is huge. But I mean, it has zero replayability. It's not a whole lot of content to begin with. Um, and the story is not the strongest. And I don't think Willem Dafoe does his best in it. Uh, uh, James McAvoy does great. I think Daisy uh, Ridley does okay. But I don't, I, I just didn't, it didn't feel right with Willem Dafoe. Um, as for Death's Door, looks great. We already talked about Inscription with the, the Sim strategy game. Mm -hmm. It Roguelike card game, no thanks. Uh, we talked about Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Um, I actually don't think I took any notes on Loop Hero, so I will not comment on it. But for me, um, I'd actually replace 12 Minutes with one that was on the indie debut um, list, The Forgotten City. Um, because... Again, I love the aesthetic. It's a Skyrim mod. I already mentioned before that I love Skyrim-like things, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Bethesda-like things. Um, but again, I would probably vote for Kenna Bridge of Spirits in this one. Okay. Um, I'm just going to jump in real quick because I have nothing really to say. Um, so Go I'm going to say Kenna Bridge of Spirits as well. I don't know enough about the rest of them. I was interested in 12 minutes, but everything I've heard since it's come out has made me not interested in it anymore. Yeah, so. it's 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 okay. It's it's nothing special. I hope they didn't blow their whole budget on those actors. Oh, they oh <laughs> they mm. did. Uh Lamar, what do you what do you think? Hi, my name is the developer of 12 minutes. Let's put thousands of dollars into getting three big voice actors. Two of them known for having very British voices, but instead of having them do the voices they're known for, let them have them do the most generic American voices you've ever heard of in your life. So it doesn't even sound like them and then pay them <laughs> thousands of dollars to make a game that's better as a movie. Um, I watched Derek stream 12 minutes for like several hours, mm -hmm. which was basically slamming your penis in the car door. <laughs> um, over and over and over. And over and over again. Quite and literally, it is just a loop. I got so sick and tired of watching this, I decided to watch the YouTube playthrough. And 
you never would have you never would have gotten you like naturally there's no fucking way you would have gotten to like an actual end um, i would like to meet the person who <laughs> didn't have to google at least one thing well, or have, or have no like one hint dropped on them fucking way because i watched it it's like i never would have i never would have figured any of this shit out between watching what you were doing and watching what they were doing is like I never, you know, fuck, there's no fuck way. <laughs> but with that said, I always like to give kudos to new ideas or at least something that's a little bit kooky. And 12 minutes was kooky. I'll give you kooky. Uh, but I can't give it to him because it was shit. Uh, Death Stories, Inception, Lone Hero, I, Loop Hero, I have no reference of. So, uh, of Bridges Spears, I just wanted to shit on 12 minutes for a couple minutes. <laughs> um, for approximately 12 minutes because fuck, why would you have them do American accents? Like, I don't know that's Daisy Ridley. Fuck, oh, let Ray sound like Ray, fuckers. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on, we have Games for Impact. I, I'm kind of okay with skipping this one. I don't know how Can you guys Can we skip this feel. one, please? Because I yeah, don't give a shit yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, Okay, so what we have in here is Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend Dungeon, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Life is Strange, True Colors, and No Longer Home. I hate Life is Strange, so... <laughs> Uh, moving on to innovation and accessibility. Uh, again, we're going to skip this one, but kudos to the companies who did it, you know, well, and didn't just shoehorn garbage in and actually took their time. Far Cry um, Six and Forza did did great jobs. Uh, I don't know about the rest. Yeah, I don't know about the rest either. Uh, Forza, I can speak to, uh, definitely did an incredible job. But Far Cry Six, Forza Horizon Five, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and The Veil <laughs> Shadow of the Crown, which I guess is a game that exists. Um, and now we're going to start dump, uh, jumping into like the real nitty-gritty of some of these games. And <laughs> this is where you're going to start seeing the same games showing up oh. over. Over and over. over. Goddamn. But first, we're starting with best audio design. We have Deathloop, Forza Horizon 5, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Returnal Lamar. Oh. Um, I believe Florza... Audio design is probably going to be more about the different car engines and the amount of effort that went into doing that, as well as the overall music and stuff like that. But I, I'm not going to give them the win for this because I think audio is because there is score in music, so I'm going to separate that. Yeah, I haven't played Ratchet and Clank. It's an arcade game. As long as it's not too distracting, it should be fine. So that brings it down to Death Loop, Resident Evil Village, and Returnal. Um, haven't played Deathloop. It has this what the, it's kind of like this Ocean's Eleven type soundtrack. This kinda like uh, grindhouse movies. Yeah, it's grindhouse music, uh, and that is kind of its whole thing. So that's gonna bring it down to Resident Evil Village and Returnal. I have not played Returnal. I've listened to Returnal, and it does have a very good design. But and I'm gonna be purely biased here. Resident Evil P Village plays with audible silence so well. Um, uh, and like, I, I think I made that sentence up, but <laughs> it is audible silence. Like you hear silence and then uh, the nine foot tall mommy milkers walking towards you through walls. That was great. That was great. I've never felt a fear erection so strongly every time she started walking. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to give it to Resident Evil Village because there was a lot going on there, especially when you go through the village the first time 
and it's eerily quiet and just the wind and the sound of like a dead village really cool like that first hour and a half if you know what you're doing was super strong like i it it took all i had to get through that shit just because of the sound all right derek what do you think also the fucking baby fuck that baby <laughs> whoever made that baby sound deserves to get kicked to the penis <laughs> Or a vagina. We don't know. Nope. We don't know. I give him a penis, kick him in it. <laughs> I do find it interesting that there's three, I don't want to say PS4, PS4 or PS4, PlayStation console exclusives um, on this list. Uh, so that by default means I didn't play uh, three of them. Um, the only one I played on this list was Forza Horizon 5. It's got really good music, but you know, like Lamar said, there is a music and score um, section. So I also wouldn't put Forza Horizon 5 on it. Um, I can't imagine Ratchet and Clank's audio design is any anything other than the, you know, fam family-friendly, approachable. Uh, I mean, I'm just making assumptions because I haven't played it and I haven't seen much gameplay of it because I don't think a lot of people really did play it um it really for me it would probably be death loop or resident evil village and since you know i can only infer what i've played of um dishonored uh to get any sort of grasp of their audio design i definitely give it to resident evil village um overall <laughs> <laughs> that was a switch I wasn't ready for. <laughs> that was good. I was so like, oh, well, there's go down. No, no, no. I, I, no, because I listened to the soundtrack of Deathloop. So that when we get to score and music next, that might be, we'll, we'll talk about it. But yeah, just because of. It's so important of all these, like maybe with Returnal as well, like it's so important on audio cues on where things are mm -hmm. in relation to yourself. And like you said, like being able to hear, you know, big vampire mommy milkers through the wall. You're like, okay, she's over there. There's a, there's a door very close to where she is. I yep. should go now. Yep. And for that reason, um, Resident Evil Village will take it. Right on. Um, yeah, I'll breeze through these. Deathloop, I don't have a frame of reference for. Forza Horizon 5, beautiful game. Sound design is fine. It's it's what you'd expect. No more, it's no It's a racing less. game. Yeah. Racing game. Vroom, vroom. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, you know what you're getting. You know, it's a cutesy platformer game. Um, Returnal did have incredible sound or audio design. Um, that game, though the cues that you're looking for are more visual than audio. Um, it's a very, you're relying on the colors that, that certain creatures are turning to dictate what you're supposed to do. So I, I'd say that it doesn't lean as heavily into its audio design as Resident Evil Village does. Kind of like Lamar said, when you first enter the village and you're just, your feet are crunching through the snow and you're walking and you just hear a wind chime like to your left and you immediately turn and look like, what the fuck was that? And it uses 
it uses the audio design to build atmosphere in a way that none mm-hmm. of the other games really do or really can because I feel like if you're doing a horror game and you're doing it right, your audio design has to be on point. And since there's no other horror game on here to compare it to, I just, I feel like it's hard to compare any other game's audio design to any kind of horror game's audio design. So uh, Resident Evil Village takes it for me. Moving on sure. to best score in music. We have Cyberpunk oh. 2077, again. Uh-huh. Deathloop, again. <laughs> Near Man, Replicant. these are getting pretty uh, repetitive. Near Replicant Ver dot one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine. Whoever named that game should go straight to hell. <laughs> straight to Japan. Hell. Yes, uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and the Artful Escape. I'm gonna start this one off, and um, I don't know enough about the score music for most of these games. I don't think I've played. Yeah, I haven't played any of them. But I will say, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is going to have the nice '80s pop hits and soundtrack and fun. I know that for a fact because I've seen enough of it to know that. And something about that is just fun. And while I appreciate a good atmospheric score and atmospheric music that can build tension and or uh, you know fill a mood um Uh guardians of the galaxies just seems fun and again sometimes games can be fun and sometimes that's important and sometimes i feel like that deserves to win so that's where i'm at derek what do you think i disagree i think uh because i did check out the score for marvels and really the only game specific music is their like superhero theme and then everything else is a rehash of shit from 30 years ago yes i can't get behind rehashing shit and then you know taking accepting it as your own um the artful escape um i see where they were trying and it is its own thing um, but I don't think it was as good <laughs> as I thought cyberpunk had really good music. Um, and Deathloop also had uh, really good music. I can't speak on your replicant, uh, unfortunately. So man, that's a tough call. I really did like the music in cyberpunk 2077 from the menu music to listening to Keanu Reeves belt out a bunch of like pseudo rock music and like all the different um, music that you can listen to while driving. I don't know how much of it. I can't, I think they had a streamer mode much like uh, Forza horizon five, which by the way, why is that not in this list? You know? Yeah. The, the soundtrack for Forza horizon five, at least the, because I only played it in, you know, streamer mode, which yeah. is void of all DMCA uh, stuff. So I would have liked to seen Forza Horizon 5 on here. Since I didn't get enough of Deathloop to make that much of a decision, I'm actually going to vote for Cyberpunk for be- best score in music. Lamar, what do you think? Rebuttal. 
I'll make this uh, very simple. I'm going to give it to Guardians of the Galaxy simply because I haven't played anything else. Grindhouse is generic sounding to me. It doesn't it doesn't tickle my pickle. And so, but I at least like 80s music. I like that type of sound. And Near is weeb shit and didn't play <laughs> Artful Escape. So, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Guardians right. of the Galaxy, very fun music. Yes. Yeah. See, I, I definitely chose that for the music and not the score. Um, you know, I, for yeah, it is, it is a combined. So, uh, so next we have best art direction, and here's Deathloop again, uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits again, Psychonauts two again, Ratchet and Clank again, Artful Escape again, Artful Escape. Um, Lamar, why don't you? Why don't you? Fuck it. Okay. Uh, I guess we should have played the Artful Escape if it's going to get this art direction and music score. I bet it's one of those. It's one of those fancy indie games that's like very beautiful but weak story in it. It has art in the name, Lamar. Yep, there we go. Yeah. Like I, I mentioned earlier, I, I watched Artful Escape. It <laughs> doesn't look like too great of a game, but it looks great. Yep, you know what I mean? Pretty. Like it. Like maybe just watch someone who might actually enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah. May, uh, find someone who likes the Artful Escape. Watch them play it. It's a let's play. It's a let's play. Watch. Gotcha. Yeah. It's 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 um, a three hour. You know, apparently there's multiple endings. I don't know. Like, shit gets wild. There, it's definitely a game. Like I said before, maybe you should take some psychedelics. Very good. <laughs> uh. uh, uh I'll go through it. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is Looney Tunes of the modern era. A lot of work went into it, but it's just nothing that's shaking the bank. Uh, Psychonauts 2, if it's anything like Psychonauts 1, same information. That Looney Tunes type of coloring, which brings it down to Deathloop and Kenna. I, I, I don't like beige, orange, and yellow. I just don't like that color scheme. Like baby poop? Yeah, I don't like baby poop, and that, that's what it is. It's baby poop with stuff like that. So I'm going to give it to Kenna because I actually do want – I want to play the game simply because it looks pretty, and that's pretty much it. Um, but that my caveat is I haven't played any of these games, so I might be talking out of my ass. Derek? I, too, have not uh, played any of these, but, yeah, of all the games on this list, Deathloop does not belong. All these other ones are like super colorful and artistic and like have, you know, an actual art direction and Deathloop yep. just looks, it, I don't understand how maybe it's just scraping the bottom of the barrel to find something that, um, we don't need five in every category guys come on we need five Actually, we need no, five I, I would time. i would argue there's something that belongs here that's not go on uh resident evil village the art direction for that game okay there's a okay. ton of different environments a bunch of different creatures i think it fits way more than death loop i think it's um, this i think it's the other spectrum of the same coin though i would disagree because of the the variety in the locations because the death loop technically has more than just the baby poop as well. Like right, there's, there's a also baby of, poop green. Yeah, there's baby poop green in Resident Evil. That's just <laughs> there are other games that were nominated that could probably be on this list. Like yeah. 
life is strange yeah could probably be it literally is life is strange true colors come on yeah it writes itself i would returnal actually could have yeah, been in returnal here. definitely belongs on here um but i mean art i i talked about artful escape um i i want to say kenna the bridge of spirits but it's not an art style that is inherently unique you know what i mean like yeah. we've seen plenty DreamWorks. of dreamworks and pixar we've seen them all over uh maybe not so much in gaming but we have seen them in other you know medias um so really it's kind of a toss-up for me between psychonauts 2 and ratchet and clank um and because of what you said earlier brian with how the um visual cues are so important to the gameplay i'll give it to ratchet and clank okay um i'm actually going ratchet and clank as well um strictly because the even though i know it's not as much as a part of the gameplay as it was advertised as but the drifting between worlds is visually so impressive and i think that there's a very important consistent art direction to something like that uh, that i think for me that that's the most impressive on this list as far as the art direction goes you have to do everything twice yeah honestly on you know that's another thing game that would have been great for art direction is medium because it literally renders the world yeah. in two different ways at the exact same time on your screen get rid of death loop cool. add medium yeah uh best ongoing game uh apex legends call of duty warzone final fantasy 14 genshin impact and fortnite um i'm gonna take this one first again so yeah. final fantasy uh well it certainly is an apex legends <laughs> no but there's the reason why i wanted to start this one is because i think it's very interesting that you do not see world of warcraft on here but you do see final fantasy 14 the wow i think the wow community is either fed up or like because yes. blizzard's been fucking up yes, activision's yeah. been fucking you, up you know what it's entirely possible that uh it was intentionally left off 100 percent but honestly, I think that even if the controversy with Activision and Blizzard wasn't happening, I honestly think you would see Final Fantasy fourteen uh, on here then, over Blizzard. Then the Call of Duty wouldn't be on there, huh? Yeah, exa exactly. All right. I, I honestly think it's just because the tides are turning with, with World of Warcraft. I just think it's interesting it's not on there, but, you know, Apex Legends is. And I know it's big, but WoW was the biggest game for fucking ever. And to see it unseated and to see Final Fantasy fourteen there instead, is it's just impressive in my opinion uh but that said going through them pretty quickly apex legends couldn't give a shit call of duty Warzone, too many cheaters genshin impact not not my game I'm, i refuse to say the f word on this podcast <laughs> and final Friendship. fantasy 14 um i it's gotten me to not play any other game for the last like three months as i work my way through the main story quest so i just think it's really really impressive how much content is in that fucking game especially the uh the free uh up, th up through level 60 in the first expansion like you can play the game completely for free there's so much fucking con there's hundreds of hours of content there for free it's insane so that's definitely my best ongoing game uh derek what do you think i think i've only played one of these this year and that was um Final Fantasy. I will note that um, Fortnite, uh, 
Call of Duty, Apex, all all of these, I think, are always in like the top 10 viewership in terms of like how many people are watching this particular game at one time on Twitch. Um, I don't know. Gosh. I don't know if much was added to Apex Legends. Was the Fortnite? No, the Fortnite thing was last year. Or maybe even two years ago. They've recently added Naruto. Oh, cool. Um, if N. Walker had come out this year, I would maybe say Final Fantasy. But because Warzone is really the only thing I've heard of that has actually changed stuff. And we've, you know... Call of Duty came out and was like, we're cracking down on the cheaters. And then the cheaters fucking break their system a day later. They're trying, I guess. Um, but because of that, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say Warzone. Call of Duty Warzone. All right, Lamar. Uh, none of them. Absolutely none of them. The best ongoing game is the Assassin's Creed series because it will never die. <laughs> It has lasted several games too long. It should have died long ago. I actually did like Valhalla. They're still adding more content to it. Some fucking reason, some fucking way how. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) It will never end. Uh, The main game was 120 hours. I think they've added another 80 hours of content. Uh, There's another rock you have not explored in Northern England. So. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're going with Assassin's Creed. We're going with Assassin's Creed. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, best multiplayer. We have Back for Blood, Knockout City. It takes two. This is interesting. This one is the only one I've seen that has six. Uh, yep. It takes two, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim. Uh, Derek, why don't you take us away on this one? Oh, I lost my place. Oh, did I not do this one? Best, uh, best multiplayer. Multi- Oh my God! Did I not take notes on this one? Where is it? I, I got, I got a freaking. How in. dare you, sir? How dare you? you? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I'm panicking. <laughs> Someone else go so I can Lamar. look this up. I'll go. Um, so same issues with Back for Blood from before. They forgot how to make a fun pick up and go game. It's too much and fucking cards drive me insane. Um, Monster Hunter Rise looks cool, but it's just not my type of thing. I don't know what New World is. And once again, I lost my boat in Valheim on the other side of the continent and have never forgiven it since. So that's going to bring it back to Knockout City, and it takes two. Both games I've not played, but I want to play. Uh, I'm going to give it to Knockout City because I do believe it takes two as a one-and-done type game. I don't think it has a lot of replay value based on what I've seen. Um, because the two sides, yes, yes, both characters have different parts of the puzzle, but it's the same fucking puzzle. Um, so, so it's kind of like playing Portal 2's multiplayer. Once you know what to do, you know what to do. So I'm gonna give it a knockout city because there's actually some replayability with it. Okay. Um, yeah, so like Back for Blood, I think they dropped the ball on the multiplayer, if I'm being honest. I'm sure the campaign is probably fine enough, but fine enough isn't enough to win a category, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it takes two. I, I agree with Lamar. I think it's a one and done. Uh, does that mean it can't be best multiplayer? I don't necessarily think that it, it precludes it from it, but I think there is definitely a stronger game on here. 
Monster Hunter Rise, I I don't know if multiplayer is like its strongest suit. Um, I think it's kind of the gameplay loop is what people love about it. New World is the new uh, MMO from Amazon that flamed out in about two fucking weeks because it ran out of contact uh, content and it just it's not so much that it runs out of content it's just so fucking grindy to get to end game stuff you reach level cap before doing three of the dungeons yeah Fuck. so i mean but that kind of it does speak to running out of content because yeah it has an end game but not enough of one to keep people hooked otherwise it, it would have i mean that game fell off a fucking cliff that's all anybody was playing for two weeks and then like even a guy at work that that doesn't play um, any kind of MMOs, he was into New World. Two weeks later, he stopped talking about it completely. Um, so I, I think that one, honestly, I'm not sure it belongs on this list at all. Um, Valheim, there's a, a strong multiplayer component, but I really think Knockout City is the most interesting of all of them. As far as the multiplayer goes, I think it's the most unique and the most fun looking. And when I'm thinking of best multiplayer, I'm thinking of what looks the most fun to play with other people. So... I'm going to agree with Lamar and say Knockout City. Yeah, for me, um, New World needs to sit the fuck down. It is such <laughs> a goddamn mess. Damn, how do you between... feel? No, because I, you've seen me. I have yep. sunk hundreds of hours into New World. I have played the shit out of New World. It is a mess. Um, and and I just tried to see it through. I'm like, all right, they're, they're going to fix these things. It, you know, the, and I thought that it was, it was going to, turn around and then you know they they started making some adjustments and and everything was fine but it seemed like the adjustments they were making were not focused on helping the players they were focused on helping the integrity of the game you know what i mean like yeah. instead of fixing mm. broken shit they were cutting off things that people were abusing yeah. um which you're a brand new MMO. Maybe that's not, maybe that shouldn't be your focus. Like maybe, and a thing that people were doing was they were um, dropping things into the global chats where if you hovered over them or clicked on them, it was like a, it, you would see people's names come up and there would be zero text underneath their names. Like how, how do you send something without text? You can't just hit space and enter and it sends and people would hover over it, click on it and it would crash their game. <laughs> that's something that assholes were doing it was like people were adding some like text file or fucking whatever file that was crash intentionally crashing people's games valheim did it better on a smaller budget is what i'll say on that um, i'm not giving a best multiplayer to a switch exclusive so M monster hunter get out of here <laughs> um, back for blood i already mentioned too fucking difficult you had to play uh, matchmaking to get any achievements the bots are fucking dumber than ever um it i don't think it takes two as a multiplayer game uh in my opinion um and yeah so knockout city because that is like a fun game with a fun gameplay loop that you can play forever if you'd like all right moving on we have four categories left that's it uh, we're down to best performance. Yeah, we're only Erica a few Moore. hours in already. <laughs> An hour, hour forty-seven. I'm I'm sorry for suggesting this topic. No, this is fun. It's been a while since we've done a big blowout like this. I'm um, I'm having fun and I'm dying. Let's go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, we have Erica Mori who played Alex Chen in Life is Strange: True Colors. 
Giancarlo Esposito, who played Anton or Anton Castillo. Anton. In Cry 6. Anton. There you go. Jason Kelly, who played Colt Vaughn in Deathloop. Uh, I'm only hung because of the last person on this list as well. And it's nothing <laughs> against either of the people. It's just, you'll see. Maggie Godfall! Robertson. <laughs> we don't talk about Godfall in this podcast, Lamar. You fucking know that. I'm yeah, going to pick Ryan, I'm gonna piss you. I'm gonna piss you off with this category. Don't I, you worry. I'm sure you are. As soon as Lamar's done beatboxing Godfall in our ears, you done? Never. You get out of your fucking system? No. All right. <laughs> we have Maggie Robertson who played Alcina Dimitres in uh, Resident Evil Village, and Ozioma Akaga who played Juliana Blake in Deathloop. Um, I, let I want I want Derek to piss me off. And then I'll go second so that I can react to him pissing me off. Um, well, they, I will point out there is one noticeable person missing from this list. Oh. Hmm. Keanu oh. is missing from this list. Was he good? Because he sounded stilty as fuck. I, yeah, I did not hear great things about his performance. I thought he he did very well in I, I think some of the dialogue was maybe lacking, but the thing that Cyberpunk did that I enjoyed was it really played with the idea of like what does it mean to be alive? A la like have either of you guys played Soma? Heard it's of on my list. Played. I've downloaded it, but I've not played it. Highly recommend. It's like a you know what is consciousness versus like what is being alive kind of Ooh, thing. I don't know if I need that in my life at the moment. <laughs> I'm not saying Keanu should win. I'm saying he should be in the discussion over maybe two people from the same game. Yes. I, I will allow that. that. I will allow that all day. Yeah. Actually. Um, I'm I, actually I, incredibly upset. There's two people from the same fucking game on this list. Yeah. Um, I, I do like the wholesomeness of Jason Kelly being so excited about, you know, being the star of, of Deathloop. Um, I really liked Giancarlo Esposito, uh, in Far Cry as bad of a game as I thought Far Cry 6 was, he kind of held it together as best as his acting could because, because all of it was like, when do I get to see the next part of him? When do I get to see him again? Like, that's what you just keep driving for. When's Daddy and, coming home from getting cigarettes? Yeah. <laughs> and I, but it doesn't matter because big mommy milkers all day. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Wait, why am I supposed to be upset at this? I don't understand where. What, because what? I was going to throw a freaking cyberpunk uh, character in there. So here, here's the thing about that. I'm not going to fault anybody that performed in that game. Um, so this is probably the only category where I'm like, <laughs> okay with it. All right. Um, I thought you were going to say that, yeah, both people from Deathloop totally should be here. And it makes perfect sense that both of I, them are here. I didn't play or even watch gameplay to make that determination. So um, like I said, it'd be cool if Jason Kelly won because this is kind of like, hey, I'm in games. It'd be a, it'd be a wholesome moment, I think. I like him um, a lot, actually. Like, I just like his voice. Uh, I mm -hmm. I think, I think he does a really good job. But yeah. can, can we really be honest? Ha haven't we seen enough of Jean Collier like the last couple of years? Yeah, he's, he's been he he's been like everywhere. Can he just like pump the brakes a little bit? Like, I love him to death. But yeah, I do. I, I really do. He's a he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. 
but yes, pump breaks a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, just just a little bit, bro. I'm I'm gonna give it obviously to Maggie Robertson. I thought, I thought she had a lot of fun with the role. Uh, she was very dynamic with it. She was spooky as shit. Um, I don't know. I just really liked. I've obviously Big Mommy Milkers was just the <laughs> character in Resident Evil Eight. A Resident Evil Village. We all know it's the it. one that got me to play it. It's, yeah, it's, which no. isn't it? She's not in the game a whole lot. No, she really isn't, and that's what's that's really funny about the so whole. So she the fir- probably the has quarter? the most third. She has probably yeah. no. She has probably has the most screen time of the big bads of the game. No, but it's Heisenberg qu- does. No, yeah, he does. No, yeah, he, does. he lasts he, the he keeps, he keeps peeking. Yeah, he's popping up. Mm, you're not remembering and, it and, Lamar. and then mm. de- default <laughs> to the resident evil king yeah are you gonna I, you sit I, there and I, argue I, with me lamar when it really? comes to when it comes to my Bruh. nine foot tall white women Bruh. i will fight you all day <laughs> <laughs> you should want to just bury yourself in her fucking ass cheeks fucking and demon vagina as well let's go <laughs> so lamar crush my skull with those milkers Lamar, who gave the best performance? And I'm not so talking about So I will actually go through this. Uh, I did play Life is Strange. Uh, looked up Erica Mori. There's nothing else on them. I'm assuming they did great, but I don't know. Um, I did listen to some gameplay of Deathloop. Uh, I don't know how to describe their performances without causing problems. They're not bad performances by any stretch of the imagination. It's just, I, I just didn't care. Uh, which brings us to Juan Carlos and Margie Robinson. Uh, Juan Carlos has been playing the same character for the last Sorry, 10 years. I'm calling him Juan Carlos. It's John. John Carlos. Uh, John? John Carlo. There's not even an um, S there, bro. Fucking Gene has been playing the same <laughs> goddamn character. Grandma of Gideon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gideon has been playing the same fucking character in different worlds of different Spanish dialects for like 10 years. And while it's awesome, like so has Sam Jackson, if we're being honest, yeah. but it's still yeah. awesome. Um, it, 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 it was not a stretch and it did not define a game as much. Uh, so I'm going to give it to Maggie Robinson because like, if you've been on TikTok, her fucking voice is still circulating everywhere. Um, she probably had the most second most memorable voice of the fucking game beyond Heisenberg, which is like, where the fuck are you from? Um, <laughs> Pick an accent uh, and stick with it, bro. <laughs> where did we get this fucking tr- mid-Atlantic <laughs> Wisconsin from in the fucking European mountains? But uh, yeah, let's give it to Maggie. They're gonna win. Everything in my heart says Maggie's gonna win. Um, there's uh, one part gonna, of the. It's gonna be Oziyama Kaga. Probably. It better fucking. It bet. Oh my god. Oh my. Ah, uh, uh, that's an off-screen discussion. But <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sick of things. Oh, never mind. I, I, for those of you who don't know, I'm getting into voice acting, and goddamn it, the amount of times I've had to speak with a black scent is infuriating me. Oh, God. If you, you sound know, blacker, fuck you. <laughs> Listen, it's easier for you to do than me, okay? 
Yes, but I also talk like this, Derek. <laughs> the this man's the got a point. <laughs> <laughs> but damn it, Derek, I'm also IT. <coughs> IT from the suburbs. Oh, God. Okay, moving into the last three here. <laughs> last three. Three more. Okay. Uh, we have best narrative. Uh, so we have... <laughs> this. I hate this so much. Uh, we have death loop. <laughs> it takes two... I just, I don't know why it's on the list so many times. It could be a great game, but it's not that fucking great. Okay, sorry. Deathloop, It Takes Two, <laughs> Life is Strange, True Colors, Marvel's Guardian, I almost called it Marvin's, Marvel's <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. John Carlos Espinito. <laughs> Despacito. Psychonauts 2. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and leave this one. Sure. <laughs> Not death loop. That's for fucking sure. And mainly because, like, if I'm being fair to it, there's not much in the way of the narrative. Like, it, it has a story. You know, it, it does. But it's all about doing things your way, living in a loop, very Groundhog Day. And it's hard to build a great narrative around that, uh, as evidenced by Returnal, which has a narrative. But would I say it has the best narrative? No, because it's difficult to tell a great story in that kind of uh, gameplay loop. Uh, it Takes Two, I think, honestly, is probably going to be my pick just because from what I had seen of it, uh, it was very endearing and it had a very a very interesting uh, narrative to it, a very interesting story. Mm -hmm. uh, Life is Strange, True Colors, from what I understand, uh, very well written. Um, I forget, God, there's somebody on a podcast I used to listen to that that works there now and, and actually wrote for the the story and he's a good writer so I, I have faith that the story's good i do like the life is strange games but i don't know if it's strong enough to beat out it takes two marvel's guardians of the galaxy i hear is a fun story but when it comes to best narrative uh it takes a little bit more than fun for me for it to be the best and psychonauts 2 um i think it it tells a very interesting tale of like dealing with mental illness and dealing with the demons in your own head and, and stuff like that <laughs> But I, I think It Takes Two is probably the most interesting uh, and the, probably the heaviest narrative, in my opinion. Uh, Lamar, what do you think? Um, I'm not going to be too far from what you said. Um, I have no frame of reference of Life is Strange. The first one, the first episode of the first game was too sad for me. Didn't get through it. Um, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is Mar Gar Guardians of the Galaxy. I have no frame of reference for Sakonat, so it's between Deathloop and It Takes Two. I've seen the ending of Deathloop. I could care less. I've seen enough of It Takes Two to let me know that it should not be in the family game section. <laughs> oh my God, it should not be in there. It gets it it gets. Hey kids, welcome to death. Waka waka waka. You're in hell. <laughs> it gets real close to that shit. And I just I can't wait to play it. I really do want to play this game. If, I'm gonna drop. I hope it's forty bucks now, but forty to sixty bucks to play a one time playthrough, probably with you, Brian. But yeah, yeah so we'll we'll talk about it off 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 the of course recording. Derek, ah, <sighs> uh, best narrative. Well, for me, I really liked it. Takes two. Um, it will probably win this category. The the death loop narrative I I did read up on again haven't played it but it doesn't seem like that 
interesting and like you said mar uh guardians of the galaxy looks like a, a fun fun enough game i have no interest in life is, is strange because the first whole season was just teenage angst and i'm like you know what i'm a bit too old for that shit um so Fair. it'll either be psychonauts 2 or it takes two um in my opinion, because of how much, how many people can connect to the things that it it addresses with, you know, Psychonauts two being mental health, and then it takes two being you know broken homes and divorces and stuff. So it's like anyone who comes from a divorced family or anyone who might currently be in a marriage, whether it's happy, you know, a, a strong marriage or one that's on the rocks. Um, I think a lot more I've people, yeah, <laughs> which. <laughs> I think a lot of people um, can grasp onto because, you know, probably a lot of mental illness can stem from uh, coming from broken homes. So for me, it it takes two. Yeah, and I totally agree with that. All right, that takes us to best game direction. We're one away from game of the year. There's more than eight games, you son of a bitch. All right, go, but I'm so sorry, Brian. Look at this list. Why? So, yet again, Deathloop, yet again, It Takes Two, Returnal, yet again, Psychonauts 2, and yet again, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Uh, Derek, why don't you lead us on this one? I didn't quite understand this. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, on the website, because it's like, okay, best game direction, what the fuck does that even mean? It is awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Okay. We've seen Deathloop before. We've seen It Takes Two before. We've kind of seen Returnal, but not really. Psychonauts 2 is literally, a, you know, Psychonauts and Russian and Clank are literally sequels. Yeah. Well, I mean, sequel in a sense that it's another of the series. So it's like, how can any of these really be innovative um, or I have mean, you, like- You a, can a... innovate in a sequel, but I don't, I don't necessarily think those two games do, but you can. So once again, <laughs> for me, uh, it's going to be between It Takes Two and Psychonauts Two, um, just because Deathloop looks a lot like Dishonored. Um, or mm-hmm. you know what? I'd even ask for Returnal, uh, and then not so much Ratchet and Clank. Jeez, uh, It Takes Two is literally just. Um, Oh my God! What was the other game they made? Uh, a way out. Way out. It takes two is literally just a way out. Uh, Returnal was something new. Uh, of all the games, Returnal was the most new concept in in my opinion. So Returnal. Okay. Um, I'm gonna piggyback off that because I pretty much agree with everything you said. I think Returnal was the most unique of the games, and yeah, it it's taking a known genre, but it adds so much to it and I think it does it so much differently and a game like that as hard as it is again for it to feel fair the game direction has to be on point and I feel like it was so I'm definitely going with Returnal. Lamar? Um, I'm not going to veer too far off from what you guys said. I have the five listed. I, I believe it's Returnal because it feels like a game that required someone to have a clear vision of what's going on to make the game. The other ones on this list 
good games, don't get me wrong, but clearly could have been made by committee. Uh, I, I believe most of them could have been made no matter who was driving the sh ship. It was kind of like a, it's kind of like one of those cars at Disneyland that's on trail. Like, you're going to get to the destination. It would be smoother if you had someone who knew what they're doing. But you're still going to get to your destination with Deathloop because they did have the map of Dishonored. It Takes Two did have the map of what's a, a way out, and it's a puzzler. So there's a lot of puzzles. Granted, good, but probably not based on the direction. Psychonauts is a, uh, is a sequel. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is a sequel. Once again, no disrespect to sequels and stuff like that because Red Dead Redemption 2 technically is a continuation of Red Dead, but that is not the same game at all. Oh my god, the direction of that is fantastic, but yep. I, I do believe Returnal does require someone at the helm in order to make it work, and I so that's what I'm going to say for Returnal. Alright, <laughs> finally bringing it to what everybody's been waiting for Game of the Year. I wonder what the... I wonder what two of these are gonna be, man. You'll you'll be shocked to know, oh. that Deathloop is on the list. Fuck. Okay. It takes two is on the list. Fuck. Metroid Dread is on the list. How? I, you asking me? Tell me, buddy. Um, Psychonauts two is on the list. Ranch, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is on the list, and Resident Evil Village is on the list. Was Ratchet and Clank that good? Like, okay. No. Okay, it wasn't because it's on a lot of these yeah. lists. So here's the thing, Lamar. I love the Rat <laughs> Ratchet and Clank reboot. I know that once I get to Rift Apart, I'm going to love it. But I don't think it's the kind of game that wins game of the year. I don't think it did enough. But we'll get into that. Uh, because I want Derek, since he's our guest, <laughs> to take us home. This is literally the reason I messaged you. Because <laughs> I saw this list of Game of the Year. Okay, what if I told you there is a game, a new game that released this year that has a higher Metacritic score than any of the ones on this list and has over 10 million players. I would say, tell me what that game is. That game is Forza Horizon 5. I'm not saying Forza should win, but, and this is where I'm like, this, this game, the, the Game Awards becoming, getting worse than the Oscars in this, like, gaming journalist fucking circle jerk to, because I, God, I got into too many fucking Twitter arguments over this with fucking complete randoms. The racing game can't be game of the year. Fucking, why not? Or shit, if, yeah. If it's the best then it's the best game. Game isn't a... And this is why I get upset, because it, it, it we have to have... Why do we have to have a narrative? Why can't it just be a fun game to play? Why can't it be a good game to play? Why do we have to have stuff with heavy narratives? Why do we have to have stuff with, like, you know, different means of approaching uh, how we've created games before, like why there is no reason i agree games yeah. are supposed to be all inclusive and when we intentionally leave out a an entire category just because it's in that category is completely counterintuitive to what it means to be in gaming it, what it means to be a gamer yeah <sighs> now 
with you saying that, I, I, I got to uh, agree. And to that point, I think, honestly, it belongs on this list way more than Metroid Dread. And exactly. I feel like Metroid Dread is only on this list because Nintendo has shot so much nut into the ass of video game journalists. And they've accepted it so greedily and heartily to where they're coughing up cum bubbles after taking <laughs> it. Um, that's the only reason Metroid Dread's on this list because it is a very divisive game. And I think that it should be on this list for the same reason why I don't think Returnal belongs on Game of the Year. Is while it could be a very good game, it speaks to a very specific audience. And I don't think that's broad enough to make it a Game of the Year. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. a game like Forza Horizon 5... I'm not a racing fan. Like, I don't care for Me neither. Games. My wife will tell you because yeah. she's way better at racing games than me. I suck at racing games. But the game is genuinely fun. And if it can bring in people who don't typically play the genre, I think, and much like how Resident Evil Village is on this list, right? Where it mm-hmm. brought in a bunch of people who aren't typically fans of the genre. That makes it belong on the list, in my opinion. But Metroid Dread doesn't belong i could make an argument for any of these games and i can even make a, a case for Deathloop being on this list as much as i like to shit on it because i'm fucking tired <laughs> of it already M- metroid dread by far and away and i would even argue probably ratchet and clank if i'm being honest as much as i love ratchet and clank uh, but specifically metroid dread does not belong on this fucking list no. in my opinion yeah, um, sorry to interrupt. It, Carry on. I'm I'm sure I'm sure it's a, a a great game, but God, I feel like we've hit other than Metroid Dread, which I think. Let's see, you other than Metroid Dread is really the only pure. Oh no, Ratchet and Clank is 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 not on PC, right? Correct. It is a PS5 uh, first party exclusive. Yeah, so Ratchet and Clank and Metroid Dread are the only two that are exclusive to a console. Um, and even Forza Horizon 5, you can play on your fucking PC. Yep. You know, Resident Evil yeah. Village is on everything. Psychonauts 2 is on PC and Xbox. Um, it Takes Two is on everything, and then Deathloop is on PC and uh, PlayStation. I mean, just for that alone, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I just hate exclusivity. It is the worst thing. Like, it, it, it's good for the game studios because they get these fucking huge amounts of money, but I I just hate exclusivity. And that's why I'm loving everything that Xbox has been doing because it's like every time they announce something, I'm like, I don't have to buy an Xbox. It's like, good. Don't. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I agree. Get it on uh, PC. Xbox, I mean, not to get too deep into this argument, but as a huge PlayStation fan, and I am, I have a PS5, I don't have a Series X. Uh, but I have a PC and I can play all the fucking Series X games anyway. And exactly. I, I got it. Yeah, no, that's but to the point. Uh, Xbox is slaying it right now, and they are making. Oh, they're the moves. winning the war is really good. Yeah, they're they're making the moves that that make gamers happy, and yeah. there's a lot to be said for that. But that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, but all of that just to say because we've talked about all of these fucking games before, um, man. It's really between Resident Evil Village and It Takes Two for me. And I think because of reasons we spoke of earlier with uh, even just bringing people into the genre, much like Forza Horizon 5 did bring people into racing, I'm going to give it to Resident Evil Village. All right. Lamar, what do you think? Anyone who's been listening to my dumbass talk about video games for last year understands the fucking hero's journey I've went through to prepare <laughs> to play one of these games. And that's not hyperbole. 
I'm not lying. When I actually went to my spoopy friends, my friends who still wear like fucking metal shit and like misfits clothing and like all about death, it's like, help me get over my fear of horror so I can play this one game just to see what happens to a nine foot tall big titty vampire woman. This this and is a true story, by the way. Lamar actually came. I was one of his horror sherpas. It really was. I've watched Psycho fucking Gorman, and <laughs> that was many years after. <laughs> you played but Phasmophobia? I played Phasmophobia. I did so much to get prepared because I generally do not like being scared. But I have trained myself to enjoy a new genre of entertainment. Uh, and I believe that that should clearly be game of the year in my opinion so that's clearly resident evil village just to go down death loop is dishonored stripped down uh metroid dread i don't like metroid i it's another <laughs> series i respect i understand i just don't like it psychonauts never played ratchet and clank never played it takes two i do want to play it uh but it seems like a one-time play which resident evil village is a one-time play but it doesn't seem like it didn't change me. Is is I am not changing shit about myself to play it. So Resident Evil Village will get game of the year for me. Um, as a person who first time played it, I have no issues with it, other than nitpicky things. Old school Resident Evil people might have learned like this isn't right, that isn't right. It's more like this game, but that game, blah blah blah. But for newbies, there you go. We should probably say who we think's actually gonna win, though, not who we want to win. We we can. I'll I'll name my my personal game of the year, and then we can go through real quick and say who we think's gonna win. Um, I, I'm surprised at how unanimous this is because I thought <laughs> I thought you know, there there's a couple strong games on this list. You know, it takes two definitely is a strong game. Psychonauts two very, is a strong, very game. good game. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Resident Evil Village if for no other reason than the fact that every single one of these games you didn't hear that much about metroid dread made a splash but that was because it was controversial for whatever fucking stupid reason it was um it, it takes two i you know a lot of people streamed it and played it but i didn't really hear a lot of conversation about it yeah outside of like really good yeah yeah um yeah, same I thing with psychonauts too you know i hear hey it's a great game and that's it you didn't hear dick about ratchet and clank um no i didn't even know it come out i didn't even know it came out definitely same thing kind of came and went like people were kind of hyped for it and but i think it it overhyped itself and they spent a its lot on marketing yeah <laughs> holy fuck it was on like two of the playstation experiences it was it? on every single one every single one jesus every yeah it was i was i it was too so bad that i made the joke after Deathloop came out and playstation's like we're doing another state of play i'm like ah, oh, but there's gonna be a Deathloop trailer um it became the death stranding for bad. me it was bad but uh that's all to say that when resident evil village came out there was a moment where everybody is talking about this game everybody's playing this game everybody's loving this game everybody's sharing their stories about the dollhouse and the crazy shit Fuck. they saw and this character is so cool and this one's a little weird and eh, whatever but Everybody had something to say, and everybody was talking about it. Everybody was watching each other play it after playing it themselves while they were playing it. Like, I don't know. It was There was a movement with this game that I didn't see with any of these other games. And while I know for a fact it's not going to win Game of the Year because it's Resident Evil and 
I, I don't know. It just it doesn't have the same cachet. Horror games some, can't win. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the f- fucking. I I'm honestly shocked it made the list because it typically in or, ordinary years would it not. It had to. It had to. It wouldn't. I typically it wouldn't though. I can promise you, if it was a stronger year in 2021, it never would have made the list. But suffice to say, I think Resident Evil Village is going to or uh, should be the winner. I think that it's very clear which one will be the winner. In my opinion, I think it's going to be Deathloop because there seems to be some really strange hard-on for this game that I don't understand because I have not heard anybody singing its praises. I've heard people who really like it, but I've not heard enough about it positively that I think it needs to be on this list so many fucking times. And the the mere fact that it is tells me that that's what's going to win game of the year. Uh, what do you think, Derek? That's exactly how I was feeling. Like it, it's on the list way too many times for it to not win game of the year. And uh, like, it's a, it's a live die repeat thing, right? Like you're supposed to kill 12 fucking big bads, uh, but you reset. Like that's the thing. It's a death loop. When you die, you reset and have to do everything all over <coughs> again. And you know, you find faster ways to do everything. That just doesn't. Maybe there's a, a there's got to be something in there that I haven't seen, and, and that is making it be on this list so many times that it it's gonna go to death loop. Lamar, I I. I... I am hoping that we have a Grammy moment. I'm going to talk slightly about music for a second. A couple years ago, album of the year, it was Adele versus Beyonce. Beyonce put out what's called the Lemonade album, which if you're a part of the Beehive, you just creamed your pants with me saying that. Anyway, Adele won game of the year. It was... I mean, music song of music album of the year, album of the year, while Beyonce won many of the other categories, right? And that's what I'm kind of hoping is happening here. I think Deathloop is going to sweep a lot of these categories. It is in eight. I'm not double. If you don't double the two for voices, it is in eight different categories. I don't think it's going to win game of the year. I hope it doesn't win game of the year. Uh, because it's it's it it didn't it didn't progress anything in gaming, and I think Resident Evil did at least for me at least for me Resident Evil progressed gaming it opened up a new genre and opened up a new series for me, and so I have to put the breast blessing on Resident Evil and I think it actually might win. Um, no, I don't. I and I do believe. Yes, it should not be in some of these other categories because the individual parts of the game might not be revolutionary. But like even a fucking like you can make a cake out of shit ingredients that are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And that's what I think. I think even if individual parts are standard, the gun, the game, the uh, the shooting's not the most into is not like revolutionary. The sound design is very good but not very brand new. Um, having a big bad follow you around everywhere has been done before, but I believe that the way it's presented and put together is very 
eye-opening and has caused a phenomena. So I have to give Resident Evil Village, especially on this fucking list. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully everybody enjoyed this super-sized episode of Nerdy Point of View. I can't thank Derek enough for being with us and uh, doing this topic with us. I think. Yeah, that, thanks for uh, having me, man. You know, your, your insight in, in the gaming sphere is invaluable, and we love talking games on here, so it's it's great that we were able to get your yeah. insight. I play lots of games. <laughs> With that, as always, you can check out Nerdy Point of View podcast on Twitter at NerdyPOV. That's at NerdyPOV. You can find me on Twitter at Captain CaptainSugarBear. That's at CPT CaptainSugarBear. Go there to see my hot gaming takes, my takes about movies, probably my uh, disappointment tweets about Resident Evil, uh, the <laughs> new movie that's coming out. <laughs> Speaking oh, of their new movie, I'm so yeah. sorry. Comes out today, actually. This is the time of recording. Um, uh, we'll we'll have we'll save Derek for last so he can uh, uh, plug all his fun stuff. But Lamar, where are you on the internet? What are you working on? Top of the morning to you, lads. Last says my name is Lamar the Con Guy. That's L E M A R the Con Guy. Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, all the same handles. I am doing a fucking marathon of conventions <laughs> this month. I was in Vegas for Cincy Anime uh, two weeks ago as far as when this releases. I would have just finished San Diego Comic-Con <laughs> the, the week before this releases. The week of this release, I'll be going to Los Angeles Comic-Con. And then the week after that, I'll be at Anime Pasadena two weeks for Christmas, uh, two weeks off for Christmas and New Year's. And then rounding up the start of the new year at Anime Los Angeles, located in Long Beach, California. And after that, I will clearly either be 200 pounds lighter or <laughs> dead. Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> and Derek, of course, where are you on the internet and what are you working on? You can find me pretty much everywhere, Twitter, uh, Twitch, and Instagram at DeltaJ4, D-E-L-T-A-J-F-O-R-D. Um, I don't post anything on Instagram, but I always post my story when I'm going live on Twitch, which is what I'm, uh, I do Tuesday through Sunday, um, streaming whatever the hell I feel like, uh, currently playing Pokemon. Once I get through that, I'm probably going to move over to uh, Halo Infinite because the campaign's going to drop uh, in December. So, yeah. Um, if you follow my Twitter, then you'll know when I'm going live. You follow my Instagram, you know when I'm going live. Um, and maybe you see a couple pictures of dogs every now and then. Right on. And I cannot recommend Derek Streams enough. He is a, oh, such thanks, a fun man. streamer. Um, I don't watch a lot of streams. I just don't have a lot of time for it. But whenever I get a spare moment and I can pop into Derek Stream, 100% of the time something fun is happening in there. So. Uh, sometimes I, and sometimes I stream with you guys. Yeah, yeah legit. Not lying. Delta yeah. is my favorite streamer. Yeah, Thanks. like that. That's no cap right there. Yeah, like Thanks. I, I don't remain sub to a lot of streamers because, like, again, I don't really watch. I just leave a sub on Derek's just because I want to reward him for doing good, good jobs, even when I can't watch. Because if again, I'm if I'm nothing, I'm at least consistent. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um. With that, thanks again so much for hanging out with us. We hope you had a great time. We'll have to touch back back uh, after the uh, the fallout happens with all, all these topics. Come back and talk <laughs> about it again and what we thought. But for now, we are out. Nine foot tall, mommy milker. Big.